I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. They have the target. I'm committed to giving you Hess. When I do, I get the girl. Then and there. And the plan. Or I will kill Hess. They know the price. I don't mind dying at all. Scott Glenn, Barbara Carrera, Edward Fox, Laurence Olivier as Rudolf Hess, and Robert Weber. This time, the wild geese are flying higher than ever before, and further than ever before. Wild Geese 2. Hello, and welcome to Smash Pod, a podcast celebrating all the Bond films by those who enjoy, hate, or, you know, just aren't asked about them. Hosted by me, John Rain. It's side special time again, and this week we're putting together a crack team of moody middle aged men to spring an OAP with vast eyebrows from the world's most secure bri- prison stroke building site. Yes, it's only bloody wild geese, too. And joining my crack team of command lols. <laughs> to fix another fine Hess. Oh, see, I've got them all going. Yeah, he wakes up. Wow. Exactly. And we've gotten in a bright pair of jokers, comedians. Uh, Al Murray, who can be found on Twitter as at Al Murray. Hello, Al. Hi. And Simon Evans, who can be located as at the Simon Evans. Watcha. I nearly got your name wrong then. <laughs> that would have been awkward. Vesemon. So, Wild Geese 2. Yeah. We're here. We get a previously on Wild Geese. Well, no, first things first is a copyright warning about prohibiting you from showing it, showing it for any other purpose than private. And you think, dream on, you fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Broadcast onto the wall yeah, at, at Pompeii yeah. or something. You yeah. be so fucking lucky, was my initial thought. So I mean, the trouble you have to go to to get a copy, it's been deleted, hasn't it? It's, yeah. It's been Possibly at the request of Patrick Stewart. Yeah, well, there's, there's that, yeah. To, yeah, yeah. that to come, isn't there? Yeah. Didn't we... We got this on... Was it Amazon we got this? Or yeah. eBay? I found mine on, on Amazon. You, you got two by mistake and I sent did. me one, which I'm very grateful well, someone, for. Uh, a Smirsh listener bought me one. So I ended up with two and I gave my one to Simon. So Brilliant. Sharing the... Well, I will pass that forward, as they say, in mm. American uh, self-help circles. Give it to someone you don't yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I noticed was interesting as well. It's obviously dedicated to Richard Burton, who was due to be in this. Yes. And I'll get to that a bit later. Yeah. Um, but also, in the previously on Wild Geese, there's no Roger Moore anywhere. 
I'm wondering if he was like, don't is you fucking not, dare. Is there not a glimpse of him? No. Because he, he turned down um, this film, didn't he? Yeah. Jeno argues too. So perhaps it's it's the... It's the it's him enacting his them re, getting the revenge on him. Must be because in the flashbacks you see Harrison Burton, but yeah. no more. Oh dear, more. Um, so yeah, he, I, he didn't want to be in this. And Stuart I, I, Granger. Well, he's not in the flashbacks. He was. He's he's bumped off at the end, of course, of the first one, he isn't is. he? But he I is. thought you know he could have been a ghostly presence. I would have liked to have seen like an Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. strike me down. <laughs> That's this film's I first, shall still be in the sequel. First big error, isn't it? It's to remind us of how much we loved them. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. I mean, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Because <laughs> I'm just thinking, God, go watch Wild Geese again. Yeah. Go up, brilliant. The best movie. thing about the Wild Geese is there's no women in it. As the first is mistake that, the that Wild Geese Sorry. 2, that's the best thing about it. It's, there's none. There's the old Sergeant Major's wife yeah. who uh, doesn't want him to go off again. And that's it. And then you don't see another one. Well, there's the woman. It's, it's almost as few women as Lance of Arabia. What's the first mistake they make in this one? They, they make it a love story. They try yeah. and make it a love affair. Yeah. yeah. It shouldn't I be mean, it just story. utterly ruined it. Especially when you've, you cast people who have no chemistry whatsoever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> see more chemistry in a, in a porno. In fact, it genuinely felt like a porno it quite did. often, it didn't did. it? Because you know? this is directly because when we when we suggested doing this I thought I want to do it because it's a sequel to Wild Geese which I've already done and then I worried there was no Bond connection however it's directed by Peter Hunt right and um, uh, he's seen name? a Bond film well he, direct, he directed A Majesty's Secret Service ah. really yes god I thought I detected a sort of lacklustre um, failure to grip the electrodes <laughs> yeah. I mean it, it this yeah go on well and John Terry's in it as well who played Felix in The Living Daylights He's the fellow with the moustache. Of course. John Terry. Not the defender. We're just going to, yeah, we're just yeah. going to let that go past Although he does turn up at the end in a Chelsea kit. Yeah. When they <laughs> Taking credit for the whole Spandau break. Yeah. But Edward Fox arrives in a taxi. It does, it does, does, sorry, just go back. Yeah. It does kind of make sense that he would think, oh, I, you know, I managed to uh, direct a talentless model in on a Majesty's Secret Service. I'm sure we can work with this craft. Send me Scott Glenn. Yeah. yeah I'll try it again. <laughs> Although he was quite good in the right stuff. Well, he was sort of all right. In he's that. great, but what's yeah. going on in this? I don't know. It's like he's really. It feels like a contractual obligation movie, doesn't it? Does. it? He yeah. doesn't look happy in anything. He doesn't. And when he does smile, it's when someone's getting hurt. So. It's a. It, I mean, the start because you do get that. You get that previous on the wild geese. Yeah, yeah. And then, it, and then it's London, nineteen eighty-two. It's it's wet. Mm. It's that very sort of um, sub fusion. Roy yeah. Budd again. I know it's Roy Budd. What's but, he doing? I, I just it's just everyone was obviously tricked into being in this film. <laughs> do you know what it really reminded me of? <laughs> like an, an episode of The Professionals, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that, that sense that The Professionals famously could not afford proper locations, right? Could never get permissions to use London. So everything would always be, there'd be some kind of hijack attempt on the Prime Minister or the President of Uruguay yeah. and it would happen in Hemel Hempstead. Yeah, or, or Watford High Street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it had that kind of vibe about it. Mm. I mean, I don't know whether that was the genuine spandex, but, you know, a lot of those locations were just... They weren't even good as office well, I mean, this go, film's, were they? You know? I mean, this film's set in Cold War Berlin, and you yeah. see the wall once. Yeah. yeah. You, you fuck knuckles. What are you fucking doing? I mean, come on. This is the, possibly the, the greatest... Bit of graffiti, at least. The, yeah, the greatest yeah. backdrop yeah. of the last... Could they not the just nick some footage from the Heroes video or something? wankers who made this. Anyway, sorry. That's all right. No, no. Talking of which, Edward Fox... Um, 
Edward Fox has decided that he'll do an impression of Richard Burton in this because he's Edward Fox. It comes out like he's. Oh, is that what he was doing? It seems like it because he's kind of. It like, seemed to me right, like he was the only one who was determined to try and have some fun. He had oh, yeah. a completely different approach to the movie than everybody well, he's else. He's got the best role in the film because this was yeah. supposed to be Richard Burton. Yeah. Right? He dies a, mi- a minute before they start filming. Oh, is that the story? I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't think right, he was okay. on set and they went yeah. action and he was dead. No, no but that role was intended a couple for of days. Burton. Yeah, because it's dedicated <sighs> to him at the beginning, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and. Um, he was, so they, re, they thought very quickly, let's just re- say it's his brother. We'll get Edward Fox in. Yeah. So consequently, they didn't have change, time to change the part. So Edward Fox, all he has to do is sit or look out of windows occasionally, because it's obviously written for a very old You're man. You know, I'm well walk. acquainted with all of this. That's my favourite line of his. When, when yeah. they're showing the film to explain who Rudolph is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was all very well, this exposition. Uh, yeah. but you know, I, I feel I'm I should interrupt at some point, lest your viewers think I remain woefully ignorant of the history of the last 40 years. Keep it in. Keep it in. The director going, no, Edward, this isn't for you. It should have been like that moment in Trading Places when Eddie Murphy did. Yeah. the look to the camp such as you might have in a bacon lettuce and tomato yeah, sandwich yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to see Edward Fox doing that bit yeah but yeah. he grew up obviously grew up in an adjacent Welsh valley yeah to his brother yeah didn't he yeah. where they talk like that oh, his voice is so annoying <laughs> it's so annoying neat whiskey neat <laughs> would Burton yeah. have been expected to play that kind of voyeuristic scene where he's watching them having apparently sex. watched them having sex that oh, was really unsettling yeah, probably insisted upon it <laughs> Can one of them look like Liz? <laughs> I think it'd be awfully good if I was masturbating during the scene. But he's, in a, he's in a beige jacket with beige trousers, and they're different beiges. Yeah. With a beige shirt. Yeah. No, a pink, a pink shirt. Do you think that outfit was tie. designed by Roger Moore? That might have been his contribution to the movie, because he used to design his own <laughs> safari jackets for the Persuaders, didn't he? I, did, remember, he did. I remember that. The credit. It's one of those credits you notice, you go, out... Roger Moore's outfits designed by Roger Moore. Fantastic. <laughs> I would keep quiet about that. Yeah. Roger, you little peccadillo. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, so, yeah, Edward Fox meets with uh, John Terry mm. and Barbara... Um, I've forgotten her name. Carrera. Thank you. Jesus Christ. She, was she, who was she? She was a Bond girl, wasn't she? she was, well, her and Edward Fox were both in Never Seen Ever Again. But who did she marry? She wasn't Ringo Stars. That was Barbara Bach, no, that was wasn't Barbara it? Bach. Barbara Bach. 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 She was a nice satisfying. Welsh girl as well. Yeah. <laughs> She'd have been, they'd have been more at home. <laughs> who did Carrera? Was Carrera? She had a famous failed marriage, didn't she? I don't know. That's just a sexist observation to just... It judge, but it's still, I'm, yeah. It wasn't Porsche... Uh, what, a car? thing, was it? That wasn't... She wasn't, like... That wasn't why they... That goes back further than that. I don't Carrera, she wasn't like right, okay. name. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. No, okay. No, it's just a bad career. But she was in very soft focus. <laughs> <laughs> She's in very, every shot of her is in very soft focus. Very soft. Well, like you said, like a porno. Vaseline. It was like I can't porno, yeah. tell how large she is from but, this film. She uh-huh. seems to vary in size. No. <laughs> Sometimes she's quite statuesque. And yeah. in other scenes, she's quite petite. And, uh, and it, it's... It, there's so many muddling, confusing things about this, and one of them is like how big she is. I was confused mm. in the early. Sh- is it whether she's scene, standing she's next quite, to Glenn or not? Is I that- think so. In the early scene, she's quite sort of. You think she's quite large, but then when they when they're at the fun fair, yeah, and in the the lovemaking scene, right? Uh, called well, it, Scott Glenn is, is about six yeah, four yeah. or something, isn't he? He's yeah. a massive bloke, I think. But uh, anyway, I mean, I, I, that might be it. She yes. Because she, that thing where he, he says, you're a very irritating woman, Miss <laughs> Lucas, who I will knob later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Sub- I can't believe subtext. he said that. Dorothy, <laughs> <laughs> we'll take that out and punch it. <laughs> and the line. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, we see Rudolf Hess's life, and uh, Edward Fox basically says, I'm not going to do it. Break right. what? Break out Hess? I you both do very good at these impressions. It's wow. annoying. Yeah. Skill Foxy. gap I've got is emerging. You should work on your I Edward can't Fox. Can't do my Edward Fox. Yeah. <laughs> you need to work on it. I'm sorry, but you should have brought that. <laughs> it's the first thing you should have yeah. done. Um, but then we hear that Alan Alan died recently. I think he says that, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. Yeah. They said, "Oh, sorry, we wanted your brother, really." And he says, "Well, yeah, he died recently." It's sort of. It's it's. It, I Yesterday, mean, in fact. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> about a quarter of an hour ago. Oh, boy. I mean, I, I, in the cab. <laughs> and then he, always, he sort of says, you've mistaken me for my brother, mm. isn't he? As no if, one's going to do that, Edward. You don't know anything <laughs> like Richard Burton. If you're talking about James, maybe. <laughs> Not Richard Burton. His, um, Richard Burton did have a brother. This came up on Twitter today. Do you know what his brother's name was? You know Richard Burton took his surname from a teacher, yeah, Philip Burton. Right, yeah, but yeah. His, oh, right. his original name was Jenkins, which is... Yeah, I did not know this. Echt, uh, Welsh name, but he had a brother whose name, this is why it came out, was Verdun, literally named after the battle. Bloody wow. hell. Which was apparently a not uncommon uh, Christian name in, Verdun in, in military families at that time, yeah, yeah. Wow. What's he doing now? I don't know. Well, that's question, quite the Alma. Yeah. The Alma was a, it was a battle, wasn't it? It was in a popular Crimea housing and, estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they were all, then, everyone had an Alma Road. Yeah, and people, yeah. And there were women called Alma them. Kogan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah. in her <laughs> <laughs> and, and, of course, racist. Yeah. Uh, and of course the song after the battle Crimea River yeah oh very good <laughs> we'll write that one down you should write that down very good I love that I will commission that I will no, I will credit you <laughs> thank you very much under the breath live at the Apollo but they want to <laughs> they want to bust Hess out yeah. for the news so it's just like it's he's just, got information hasn't he yeah, well yeah and the, they want the sheer story oh yeah because we see the news people at the beginning yeah then it's like a it's a news corporation so it's it's got echoes of um, uh, which which is the Bond film with Jonathan Price where he's creating bad news in order to um, tomorrow never dies yes yeah, so it's got yeah. echoes of pre-echoes of that mm. that idea that an, an evil news corp would do this sort of thing yeah remind is, me I can't I remember the guy what's his name the, the, the uh, sort of boss of the news corp who's on the other end of the phone trying to set the whole deal up what the, the actor or the yeah, character the actor. I wrote neither down Did I come, mm. he's quite well known though, wasn't he you know, he, well, he's sort of one of those generic American yeah, characters. Yeah. Yeah. He's You've often in Ironside and things yeah. like that. Or in a control room during an air disaster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I can't remember what the uh, what was what was their motivation for. Well, they want to, but they they think he's full of secrets because the, the you know the the, the the deals that were done, and he could, it would blow the world open. And anyway, mm. it's a good news story to bust him out. And even yeah. if they don't bust him out, it's a good story anyway. Mm. They're basically fishing for headlines, aren't they? Yeah, they want the exclusives. Right, that was all it was. It just seems yeah. to be a yeah. lot of trouble to go to. Which yeah. is so that you can then, that Olivier's Hess can then become a slightly sort of, almost like the victim of the whole thing. Yeah. You know, like this yeah. kind of strange, Yeah, it was quite odd, wasn't it? There's yeah. this kind of, I am just a poor old man, I have made my peace with it. Yeah. <laughs> Supposed to feel well, sympathy for him. Yeah. Oh. No. Maybe maybe it's one should, weird. but it's a, it's a big call for a for a movie like that to make. <laughs> you could you it's could do weird. it. The Hess thing. I mean, we'll get to it later. But the Hess thing's very weird, anyway, isn't it? Because he what he mysteriously hung himself while he was in a prison. Well, you know, the thing is, I um, I've been dying to talk about this because I mm. I have a friend who's a beef eater, a guy called Bill Callaghan, <laughs> right. right? 
And Bill, Bill, lots of Bill's colleagues at the tower at some point guarded Hess at Spandau. Wow. Wow. Um, cause, because they're all guys who are in the army. It was They've on rotation, done, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it was on rotation between the between the, the four post-war powers. Mm. So the, the, the Russians, the French, the British and the Americans would take turns to guard him. And they'd be on a rotation. I think it was a Russian governor. Anyway. They tell these amazing stories about it because it, it started off that the prison was full and then gradually they'd die or they'd be sent, they'd be released. And Hess was the last guy left. Mm. And apparently one of the things he liked to do was sit on an exercise bike and he had to blow a hairdryer in his face. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, so he got the Straight feeling the slide he, was, show. So he was doing like direction of travel. And, the, and, the, yeah. and, and, and uh, yeah, all these guys, you know, they, was, they were just starting out in the army when, in, the, in the early 80s when, mm. when, when they encountered him. And apparently he was, a, he was a, an absolute prick right which is which is reassuring you don't that, that hitler's deputy would be a total prick well, so probably yeah i mean most people would have become one over the well, course maybe, of 40 years of yeah you know like, yeah yeah possibly and uh, uh, they're saying that what he what he his favorite thing to do was um when someone new came on the guard he'd, he'd catch some cigarettes off of them and then he'd report them to the sergeant major hmm. and get them on a charge and that was the sort of those were the sort of um that's nasty pe- petty games yeah. he'd play i yeah. bet he was really bad with grammar as well <laughs> Well, the more, the more I hear about this Nazi, the less I like him. But yeah, they, so they all de- they had dealings with Hess, and um, that's amazing. And he'd kick he'd kick over the gardeners if you because there was a garden, and the soldiers would take real care of tending the garden. He'd go over and he'd kick the flowers over and all that, and they'd have to put it all back. Weird. And they'd hear him screaming at night. I mean, because yeah. I, 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 um, I, I think there's a sitcom in um, yeah. in the guys guarding Rudolf Hess because they're in his prison as much as he is because. Mm. Because Spick what's, and what's the, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very good. And the, and the, and the guy was the British commandant. He used to take Hess out for dinner towards the end because he used to think, what's the point of this? And he'd take him to yeah. the opera and take him to dinner. Yeah, nice. Completely nuts. Which opera, though? Just, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just Verdi, all right? <laughs> no flying. Spandau ballerinas. Yeah. <laughs> So three of us will figure it out <laughs> um, so yeah we find out that Alan's dead and then he says that um, I, there's another man who should contact who can do this job and then we cut to Scott Glenn who's been followed into the toilets by Mossad yeah and he has a proper fight in the bogs it's a bog fight I it mean it's Casino Royale it was Casino yes. Royale that's the first thing I thought of yeah although yeah. the way he plays him in every other respect is more like Travolta in Staying Alive <laughs> there are several scenes where for no good reason he's just standing around in his vest yeah. lifting barbells yeah. it's yeah. A quite weird isn't it yeah. sort of fetishising him but he didn't he was not like a proper hitman at all he was you know that I mean the cinema normally knows how to portray hitmen right like yeah. the day of the jackal thing yeah. that's you know you're completely invisible yeah you're ruthless mechanised mm. you know it's, it, yeah I mean it is what, it he might as well have been walking down the Joseph Straza with a saddle on his shoulder or something and that well, was the main, yeah, you know. yeah I mean it, 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 that scene where he's wandering around London in the in the rain and he's looking at flags he's yeah. like, <laughs> Union Jack and looks at a tourist tat Union Jack yeah. when a bloke obviously following him is obviously following him I mean it's they ran, I mean, they ran out of money and giving a shit immediately. They <laughs> did, they did. <laughs> Do you think the money was dependent upon Burton? That probably, that's probably, that's probably it. That's probably it, isn't it? it, isn't it? Yep. Back has pulled out. Well, he had a bad back, didn't he? <laughs> Especially when he was dead. Do you know his back crystallised? Yes. I heard this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the alcohol had nowhere else to go, so it went to his back, and his back crystallised. <laughs> that, yeah. that sounds like absolutely rock-solid biology to me. No, no, I, I read The alcohol I, I, had nowhere I, else I to go. I definitely read that, and they had to chip it off his spine. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah, he had operations to chip the alcohol off his spine. Yeah. What's it 
turned into then? It's, it's only like crystals. It's only carbonite. <laughs> crystals on his yeah. On his back. He probably got them to melt them down and then drink them again. <laughs> yeah, marvelous. It's like Bowie and his piss. Yeah. Was it Bowie when he was high on drugs in Bowie. the 70s? I used to freeze his piss. Yeah. Really? So no one else could get it? Yeah, that's right. Ah. Yeah. We'll put another one in the drug. Yeah. <laughs> See, he would have made an excellent assassin in a movie. A little Killing bit people earlier. with shards of his Bo- own piss. Bowie, you know, in his, yeah. <laughs> because he could bash you over the head with a lump of <laughs> frozen piss and it yeah. would melt and disappear. Yeah. It's the perfect crime. I think Roald Dahl did that one, didn't he? He did. <laughs> Redrafted as a leg of lamb, but basically the pisses. Yeah, (laughs) shards of piss, twats, (laughs) pissy twats by Roald Dahl. His brains have been bashed out with a piss bird. (laughs) And it was a tales of the unexpected, and I think it is, you know, reasonably unexpected to be, yeah. Killed. Stabbed with yeah. That's some piss. <laughs> Stabbed through the heart and you're to blame with a uh, with a shard you of frozen piss. Because yeah. <laughs> that would be a, <laughs> if you stole Bowie's pissed icicle, right? Yeah. And you worked for him, then you went home, and killed someone with it. He'd be must the number be one a, suspect. A better DNA, uh, you would. portmanteau than piss icicle. You can't just pissicle. Pissicle. Bicycle. Yeah. Like a bicycle. That made a, this is going. <laughs> Now we're talking about piss bicycles. Pisicles. He's uh, he third, eye, third century himself. BC. Uh, yeah, <laughs> short-lived. The uh, overly martial ruler of Athens. Well, there was that philosopher. Well, he wasn't the philosopher. It was somebody who had a, a, a ostrich egg dropped on his head. Oh, that was Euripides. Yeah, yeah dropped yeah. by a who thought it was a rock. Yeah, Euripides it was a tortoise. It was an actual tortoise. who dropped on it. Oh, it was a tortoise. They used to yeah. Do, yeah, they fly over rocks and drop them on to crack the shell. To crack the shell. Yeah. yeah. Old, it says a lot about his head, doesn't it? It put yeah. bald heads went out of fashion very quickly. <laughs> so it's like, wear a helmet. They used to yeah. wear hats with not, yeah. a, not a rock written yes, on top of it. Yes, that's right. Yeah. There's a picture of a tortoise with a red slash through the middle of the sea. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if you were that person and a, a shard of piss fell down onto you. Well, there was that rumour, wasn't there, about you know, nice. um, coming yeah, out coming of out the airplanes. airplanes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And presumably, you know, not just dice. I don't know, but uh, well, the, the, the home base up the road from me, the A4, they they found a bloke, didn't they? A frozen bloke. No, who'd fallen out of the undercarriage of um, a plane when it came in over it. Heathrow. What smuggler? Uh, what was the stowaway? Stowaway, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Frozen bloke. Yeah, frozen bloke in a home base car park. That sounds like a half man, half biscuit. What is that telling us about the modern world? I think Spengler would have would have had something to say about that. <coughs> yeah, duty free. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so then Scott Glenn goes to see them, and he basically says, "I'll do it." Yes, he, Scott Glenn says, "Yes, I'll do it," doesn't he? Well, Haddad, I, he's called. That's right. Haddad. Yeah. That, John had. I was wondering why I'd written that down. Thank you. Haddad. John Haddad. What a stupid name. Yeah. If you're drunk, that's terrible. Yeah. John Haddad. Uh, that's just Scott Glenn's name, was it? No. Uh, yes, sorry, Scott yeah, Glenn. It was, yeah. Right. yeah. John Haddad. They didn't, they didn't use that. Is, Having given him it, they, they didn't just call him yeah. John. It's yeah. very abrupt, yeah. that, though, because one minute he's... Because Edward Fox says, you'll get this other shabba, you'll yeah. do it, you'll be bloody great. Yeah. Right? <laughs> then Haddad's fighting this guy in a toilet, and then yeah. cut to he's in the office. Yeah. yeah. And it's like... How did they get hold of him? Mm. Did they must have just given them his, his telephone box yeah. number. Yeah, that's it. Shot an image of a of a of a leather jacket onto the underside of a cloud or something. Just <laughs> a dad man. Yeah, yeah. But he says, well, they ask him if he's ever been to Berlin before, and he says no. And then when he agrees to do it, he says, I'll just let you know, 
when you go to Berlin, you're entering my world. And I thought, but you've never been there. Yeah. So that's a stupid thing to say. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's like, yeah. You should say, when we get there, could you tell me where to go? Cause I haven't yeah. Been there don't, don't just leave me at the station because I won't have a clue yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah. I haven't got any of the money. I don't speak the lingo. <laughs> he, he's, using the world, he's using the word world in the sense of a sort of moral world. I'm a man. Yeah, yeah. I'm a man. Sort of I, like, I do yeah. my running on racetracks <laughs> with my top off. <sighs> so, uh, yeah, they want Scott to... I'm going to call him Scott. They want Scott to go to the prison. That um, is, of all that, compared to the wild, you know, the wild geese, because I would, <laughs> one of the reasons we watched this, because I, I listened to your, you know, the one with Will Smith, when yes. you were talking about the wild geese fun, and Will and I have, have had long conversations about the wild geese has this kind of subtext, which is about, you know, old men having their one last chance, mm, you know, yeah. and, and, and it's in there with the actors and everything, and it does give it some kind of moral centre, and or, yes. or at least it's an emotional, and we always used to say it was like the steel magnolias for blokes, yeah. you know, it has yeah. that kind of yeah. older men and younger men kind of, you know, apart on and and that bit where they where they you know Burton running around the parade ground and then diving to the ground you know on the grit yeah. there's a lot of pathos there you can see he really is a fucked old bloke well and, desperately and also, trying to get fit again and, and there they, was and they put it in the previously uh, in this is the shot of him in the aeroplane when they're on yeah. their way to the mission and he looks mm. absolutely fucking terrified haggard yeah, yeah. And there's the really good the really like good sense in the wild geese is that like yeah yeah yes yeah, the war isn't this jolly game that no, the but there's nothing wants. else they can do you but reach the, a certain yeah. point like stand up you reach yeah. a certain point you go this is it now there's nothing <laughs> else I can do else. Yeah. I'm, I'm imagining, you, I'm imagining you out in your front garden cutting your head yeah, yeah. And, and someone coming along going one more night of the Apollo yes, exactly. and your wife yeah. going, going you said you'd never yeah, yeah. go again can you speak to my agent yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, all a bit close to home yes exactly yeah but exactly but you have this Edward Woodward in the equaliser when he's called back and he's grinding his fist into a bucket of sand to try and toughen himself yeah. up again and sort of re, you know but that it's all gone from this utterly absent from this film. Yes. exactly that's right and that's where it's that's why there's no investment because there's right. nothing no one has anything at yeah. stake. it might have been though if you'd have got someone other than, like say lewis collins was doing the scott glenn part you yeah. have someone with some real charisma yeah and you'd be invested but scott glenn's such an empty vessel all the way mm. through this yeah that even when he succeeds at the end you're like but well, yeah, he's in daredevil cares. isn't yeah. he yeah. scott glenn at the moment he's in he's in daredevil oh yeah he's the priest as the, as his as his mentor, you know, his yeah. sensei, mm. his blind mentor, and and he looks the same. Yeah, he does. The, the, like, <laughs> and he wears the same costume as well, a sort of the wow. American star combat jacket. Mm. Yeah. He looks the same, and he's the and it, and and in that he's supposed to be a sort of still voice of calm, right, tough guy. He's got a bit of that David it, Carradine thing, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, it kind, kind of convinces you know, yeah. in in Daredevil, but in this, it's like it's that he's blank, he's absent, yeah. and it's it it's a shame, especially when you know, I mean. Edward Fox is charismatic in his sort of mad way. Yeah. And 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 all the characters in Wild Geese are larger than life. There's no there's no one painted smaller in that film nope. at all. No, nope. that's right. Even the bit players are all huge. Yeah. yeah. It's like so, Dad's army. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Characters. Yeah. 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 No, you're Whereas right. This it's is like going straight. But he don't <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> or you rang my lord. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I won't have that. I love you, Rang my Lord. This film could do with fucking right honourable Teddy, what's his face? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Michael Knowles. It's, he hasn't got oh, that hang. thing though, is he? They give him that, as I say, that David Carradine thing. Did you spend some years in a Shaolin monastery or something? And then yeah. they, and then he doesn't have the chops when it comes oh, no. to it. Once he's in the yeah. prison, he's he's doing what I would do: hiding behind a door and then sort of going, "Oh, that one's shut." Yeah, look <laughs> yeah. the guard. I bet. Yeah. Shall I beat him up? No, I'll hide. Yeah, <laughs> his brilliant plan when he gets to Berlin is to run around the prison. Yeah, like jogging. Yeah. yeah, and then he draws a map that says tree, trees on it. You think buy a fucking. Yeah. <laughs> 
What? Haven't you bought a map? Yeah, I've written here. He's written. He's got. He's either bought drawn a map, sorry, or he's got a small child to do it because it's yeah. got little fluffy trees that yeah. a child's drawn. Well, I used to. Away. I used to have a tour manager um, who I won't name. You won't listen to this. Uh, Big Dave and um, what Big Dave used to do is he'd get before sat nav. He'd he'd go online and he'd print a map, hmm. and you'd always end up with. Like Birmingham, it was like I remember it was Birmingham we a theatre in Birmingham. I can't remember which one. <coughs> and there was just a road from one side of the piece of paper to another with Birmingham <laughs> <laughs> New Theatre on it, whatever. And I said, "What road is this road off? Where are we going?" He was just, "I've got City Centre map. This is it." Like, yeah, but it's not off anywhere. This could be it's like that old uh, joke with the punchline: "Is this London? Where do you want this wood?" Yeah. Do you yeah. <laughs> Did he so, go to work for Google Maps? He, he, he well, funny, funnily enough, um, he, he then yeah, I mean he had a he then got a sat nav, and I remember a journey to Peterborough once where he goes he goes the, the brilliant thing about these tom toms they never go wrong. I said if you got a road, Alice, in case the tom tom goes wrong, we just got a tom tom. He goes no, nah, nah, he's never go wrong. And I remember waking up, uh, waking up an hour and a half later, and we were in the middle of nowhere, and he's on the phone to his wife going, <laughs> where the fuck are we? Oh my god. <laughs> She'd gone online and was trying to na- na- navigate. Was just the in. early days of Tom Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember black it going, duk, 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 and then yeah. freezing. Yeah, yeah. 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 I love those awful. bits. You still get them sometimes. I've got the built-in sat now, now, but you still get them when the road network has changed, where they've yeah. built new yeah. roads, and your and car thinks a, you're off. It just goes, you're in a field, you're in a field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just spins around endlessly. But that thing where he gets into the... His, his way of getting into the jail, into the prison, is to... Oh, it turns out the place is swarming with... It's a job like, Workmen, it's you know, site, it's yeah. like... It reminded me that there's Bill Bailey used to have a routine about Edinburgh Castle, where if, uh, you know, if you are ever invading a castle, the easiest way, and it's through the gift shop, because that's <laughs> yeah. poorly defended. It was like that, wasn't mm. it? It's found a, mm. yeah, it's a prison, but there are loads of... Obviously, you know, there's loads yeah. of maintenance men just wandering yeah. around all the time. Jo- it's the highest security yeah. prison in the world. He yeah. gets a job there, and yeah. he stays behind after work. Yeah. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. Yeah. Oh, you must be Rudolph. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rudolph Hess, I presume. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rule of Three. A podcast presented by me, Joel Morris. And me, Jason Hazley. In which we talk to people who make comedy. About the films. And TV. And books. And records. And comics. And people that make them laugh. She doesn't want people having a go at Martin, <laughs> even though she can. And that's true. I mean, most of my friends are idiots, but they're my friends. Yeah. <laughs> I never really understood what Hans Solo did for a job. <laughs> you don't need to know anything up more than, like, he's just sobbing while <laughs> being punched in the balls. They were just trying to make each other laugh in the office. You have to show a certain amount of contempt for your audience. <laughs> <laughs> Write your own jokes, been a morning, you lazy bastards. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Rule of Three Pod. Rule of Three. Available now from all good podcastier. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Uh, but then the next day, he, Barbara Carrera comes to see him and he's running around the running track with his top off, as I mentioned earlier. And he says, yeah. I always wanted to run in the stadium where Jesse Owens stuck it to Hitler. Mm. Yeah, I don't believe that. What he ever always wanted to, or Does he want, Jesse Owens did stick it to Hitler. No, I believe Jesse Owens stuck it to Hitler. Yeah, but I don't believe it's one of the most cherished American myths, isn't it? That Jesse Owens and Hitler, um, did, that Jesse Owens sort of won a victory, you know, of equality and so on. Whereas in fact, Owens was famously far more aggrieved at the failure of the American president to acknowledge his achievements than, oh, really? than that of Hitler's. Yeah, really. Yeah, That's yeah. Interesting. Yeah, he felt, and um, well, there was, you know, there was. Uh, it's hysterically funny the uh, moral superiority adopted by America about Nazi Germany and their treatment of ethnic minorities at that yeah. time. You know, mm. it was not Owens was having none of it. So um, I well, don't know whether they were still trying to pursue that through that throwaway line. Well, he didn't get a ticker tape parade when he got home, did he? He didn't. He would, the president wouldn't even meet him. Bloody hell! Yeah. No, it was a. You know, it's a very serious point. Like that now. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> that never. That never. Happened. Never happened. Nah. Take the knee, Jesse. Well, you know who Trump said that to. Um, so <laughs> then uh, he goes in disguise. Uh, what I liked about this, actually, the bit where he's hiding behind the door and mm. the soldier comes in, he starts adopting a karate pl- pose like Inspector Cluzo, like he's waiting yes. for Kato. He's like, <laughs> uh, but obviously, he doesn't come to any blows. He just hides, <laughs> which is what you want yeah. from your heroes. Yeah. What's the point? Keep your powder dry. Exactly. Um, so he gets inside the house and he can see Hess being uh, being spied on, and in, and in, uh, he meets the second best piece of ass in Berlin. Yeah, Ingrid Pitt. It, it, it's not Ingrid Pitt. Is it's it? Ingrid Pitt. Fuck off. It's Ingrid Pitt. Oh dear. Or fuck off, as she's otherwise known. Really? Yeah. She gets shot in the tit as well. Yeah, though, she so. does. Yeah. Well, she gets ketchuped. She no one gets shot in this film. They get ketchup. Yeah. yeah. And there's the the, the the death right at the end where the um, kneecapping was where probably Murphy the gets closest in the forehead thing, and yeah. he yeah. gets ketchup. He does. There's yeah. no, no yeah. question that's anything other than ketchup. But I was thinking, you know, Ingrid Pitt shot in the tit. We <laughs> <laughs> gotta have a system. We gotta have a system. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So you mean she says she's the second best piece of ass in Berlin. See, I've, I've zoned out of this scene. I don't remember that. I'm thinking about hey, the, first the kettle time. may have been on at that you moment. Come back for a good time at mine. He ran the best piece of ass of Berlin. And he second says, best. You're the second best oh, piece yes. of ass of Berlin. My wife's the best piece of ass of Berlin. And she thinks, Oh, fuck this, and gets her gun out. Yeah. Just oh, get in the car. Right. Get in the car. Yeah. And then he meets. Oh, that um, bit. Okay, yes, I remember. Right. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then he meets uh, the, the baddie. With the worst beard. 
Yeah, he says, uh, he says, welcome to Berlin, Mr. Haddad. Mm. I ask questions. Can <laughs> see all that? Yeah. And then he puts a bag over his head mm. and says, are you after Rudolf Hess? No, I did it as French then. Rudolf Hess. And he won't answer. So they start, they start, they put like a plastic bag. They put a plastic, plastic bag, bag over, over his head, head. and yeah. then asking questions, which mm. he obviously can't hear. No. He's got a plastic bag over his head. Oh, I think you can hear so, through a plastic bag. Because no, I've tried here, that I'm, sometimes I'm, with oh, the kids right. and okay. it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe over my head, over their head. It's a different under that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to ring social services. <laughs> um, yeah, and yeah, it's a kind of crude form of waterboarding. Basically, throws himself out of yeah. the car, though, doesn't it? Because he's yeah. tough. Yeah. He's a, the thing is, his build is a tough guy. And we see no evidence of it until no. this until this bit. But he does say they say you're you're here to you're off the head. He goes, yeah. He yeah. tells him. He says, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I thought that. I thought a tough guy would be like, "Fuck you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. No way. I'm not Up telling your you nothing, ass, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. That sort of thing. You know. Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. You twit. I get yeah. the feeling his previous assassinations have probably been sort of, you know, settling scores in the, the ice cream wars, that kind of yeah, thing. You know, I don't yeah. think he's really someone nicks his parking space. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. or he bored someone to death <laughs> by running around the track for half an hour. But yeah, he rolls out of the way of this truck in a very comedy way that looks like it's either been sped up or slowed down, one of the two. But mm. kind of goes, whoop, as the truck goes past. Like the goodies used to do. Yeah. And um, then he gets met by, uh, the police car shows up because he sees a police car, so he thought... That's why he jumps, doesn't he? he? Yeah, jumps. Yeah, and then he meets Colonel Reed Henry, mm. who arrives at the hospital yeah. with pics of baddies and says, vicious bastards, mm. do you recognise any of them? And he says, no. Because he's not a grass. Yeah, I... I Everyone knows he's in Berlin. I know this is yeah. a scene where he's going through passport control and they go, leave it to us. We'll deal with that. Yeah. The, mm. the, the colonel, I think, says at that point <coughs> yeah. on the phone. But it, it, everyone knows he's in Berlin. Yeah. Mm. It, it's ridiculous. I was, I was written that down here. Everybody knows he's here. Yeah. Mm. How the how the fuck are you going to steal Hess when everybody knows you're there? And I know. And why else would you be there? I know it's a spy film trope that, or mm. an action trope that everyone knows you're there when you mm. turn up. You know that. You know because Bond, of course, is always followed from the airport. Yeah. Wherever he goes. Well, we were talking. About, it's that trope thing. We were talking about this with Inspector, isn't it? Where it yeah. reaches the most insane level, where he's, you're asked to believe he has known everything that has happened and it's all been engineered. Towards yeah, yeah, this, yeah, You know, yeah, and you, go, yeah. you were trying to kill him. Yeah. yeah. You were yeah. obviously definitely definitely trying to kill him yeah. and this is yeah is a version yeah, of that yeah. isn't it it's just yes, like the endless contingency the cat and mouse yeah. thing the whole yeah, way yeah, through yeah, but it's yeah. like you see it on a headline you know Glenn arrives in Berlin to kill Hess you know <laughs> <laughs> That would be a great joke. He walks through the airport. Haddard <laughs> <laughs> in Berlin. Yes. <laughs> um, so then he meets Barbara Carrera in Aquarium. Mm-hmm. And he said he needs Alex Faulkner. He's been beaten up and he says he's the best. Um, yeah. Carrera Aquarium. That's even better than Haddad. Yeah. It is. And then she it says, Haddad well, had well, met well, the So they go to Aquarium. Berlin. They go to Bavaria, don't Bavaria they? On holiday. Bavaria on holiday. For a shag. They're going for a shag. They're going for a shag. Yeah. So let's go to Bavaria for a shag. Yeah. She fancies him for fuck yeah. some reason. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Takes her up yeah. the eagle's nest. <laughs> In the Black Forest. Yeah. As it were. The Alberta's club. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, it, lovely. Yeah. And then Edward Fox is suddenly in a barbarian shoot someone. For, he's just there shooting someone, isn't he? Who is it that he shoots? Oh, he's at a, he's at a window by a flower Is that the pot? bit where he yeah. goes, duck down yeah. now? No, that was a bit later, no, that's wasn't later. it? That's later. He gets the phone call and Edward Fox is literally leaning out of the window like a nosy neighbour. Yes. Except he's got an Uzi with a silencer <laughs> <on> it, <laughs> over a flower bed yeah. looking at somebody. 
In a beret. Um, in a beret, yeah. Conspic- I mean, conspicuously... I, uh, who is it that he's shooting? Is the beret just, grants know. you immunity. It's that's the, yeah, the international law of the beret. <laughs> is, is he just keeping his Frank eye Spencer in? Frank Spencer convention. <laughs> yes. yeah. Is he just keeping his eye in? Is it a previous job? Previous job, end? I'm guessing, right. we're trying to suggest here. You, the thing is with an Uzi, though, I mean, without being... A, he's, the idea is with that is he's shooting that guy quite a long way off with an Uzi. I mean, an mm. Uzi is a... That's a nine millimetre. I've uh, discharged a Uzi into the side a, of a quarry. Exactly. It's in a, it's, uh, in it, northern Pakistan. It's, it's, a, it's a short range weapon. Well, There's a, no way yeah, you snipe anyone. It's with a it. spray I say, thing. Yeah. I've been picked up on this before. Uh, I don't know my guns. It might not have been an Uzi, but it looked like one. It looked nice. No, th- well, short range. Well, I was yeah. puzzling over it being mm. an Uzi. Early. I know in the mid 80s. It's a thing you hold at waist level, basically, isn't it? Yeah, Steve Wright in the afternoon's Arnie character would shout, Uzi. Yeah, that's right. Steve Wright in the afternoon. Uzi 9mm. Uzi 9mm. Yeah, maybe yeah. he does. Maybe he does. Keeps it in his muse. He's got a musey. <laughs> an oozy muse. Yeah. Um, but this is where I was talking about earlier where Richard Burton was supposed to do this part because when we first meet Edward Fox, he's literally sitting down and looking out of a window. So it's right. like, where can we put an old man right. than sitting down looking out of a window? And if you notice, for the rest of this film, he barely stands. And at one point, he's literally lying in bed. So this is yeah. like the equivalent of like when they, when Brando arrived on set for Apocalypse Now, and they realised they were going to have to Filled change, the, the you know, yeah. yeah. And then Brando dies, and a fit young man takes his place, but they're still using the same ad- yeah. adaptation yeah. to yeah. the limitations of the actor, which are no longer make any sense. Or like when Brando did that film with Frank Oz, where he refused to be Muppet Christmas Movie. Yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Where he refused to show. No, he wasn't in that. It was called the, <laughs> no. it was called the Score or something, I think. And right. he he didn't want to have his full body in the shot. And they were like, "Well, we're going to have to do it. We have to do these, you know, establishing shots." Yeah. So he turned up to set with no trousers and pants on. So they couldn't, <laughs> so they couldn't film his lower half. <laughs> so if you watch the film, you'll see he's just like headshots all the way through. Yeah, oh, superstar. Oh, I want to go see my cock. <laughs> Um, so yeah yeah. so yeah he's um, looking like a survivalist weirdo oh and then he shoots the man yeah with a Hmm. it's one of those isn't it yeah but but who is this guy who shoots and then the police don't come nothing happens it's very odd and he just makes his way yeah to meet Scott perhaps it was between you know between rotations yeah, because was the whole of Berlin at that point was under rotational that's, police, that's, yeah, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, with the beef eaters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've seen a rotisserie in a beef eater. <laughs> <laughs> fairly common, aren't they? Do you want to write that down as well? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Scott Glenn and Barbara. He's just handing over to the harvester. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What were they called before that? There was the uh, Berlians. Berlin, yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. He is right. Beef eaters were handing over to. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's good. <laughs> Bernie. I'm just trying to remember the other ones. There was one other. Rotisserie. Other steakhouses. Yeah. Oh, Aberdeen Steakhouse in town, of course. Yeah. yeah. This is good. This is good. It's like a writing shop. Yeah. Um, Scott, Glenn, and Barbara are chatting in the woods about his dead family, which is a lovely chat. Mm. And then they're shot at, but they're not actually shot at. A man's trying to shoot a deer. Yeah. That's Scott right. gets freaked out and probably at this point realizes he's got genitals. She's she's upset enough to be ready for it. That, that's well, basically a warming she, up. Embrace. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, embrace. But, but yeah, but he. I mean, he. I mean, as as reasons to shag go, mm. it's the pit. She pities him for losing his family. Yeah, mm. and then they're and then they're shot at. Well, mm. you know, I mean, Churchill used to say, "There's no greater thrill <laughs> than to be shot at without effect," and well, it certainly warms the ladies up. <laughs> <laughs> People don't always mention that second bit. But, uh, <laughs> it's, in the, it's in the darkest hour. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bit where he's masturbating. <laughs> but yeah. the, my favourite bit about that is he says to her uh, that whole sequence is he goes, look, I don't know anything about Spandau. I don't know who guards him, when, how many guards there are, or anything. I don't know yeah. anything about anything. You've been jogging around that prison yeah. in that montage for what I assume is a week. Yeah. He says, I don't know anything about... And he's this supposed yeah. to be the... He's the best of the best. And she goes, don't worry about it. Yeah. And shags him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so it's a trifecta, isn't it? Mm. You, you, you say that your wife, your family's been murdered. Yeah. A bullet gr- sizzles past you. Yeah. And then you admit to being an idiot. Yeah, and that—that that is what—that's the bar, that's Barbara Carreras. That's a triple. You can see why the mm. pickup artist uh, kind of <laughs> culture, you know, has <laughs> felt that it needed to move on. Oh, from yeah. that, that, that analysis. Negging, he's negging himself. <laughs> yeah, you're not meant to neg yourself. No. <laughs> <coughs> oh, my knee hurts. <laughs> Go on then. Go on, then. <laughs> You might as well be saying, it's, if it's too hard, I can't understand it. <laughs> and then she wanks him off. Um, but she, she removes these stitches and then they make love. But I put here, the scene goes on for so long that if you were watching with your dad, he'd go and make tea. Yeah, it's a lo- it is a long love it scene. It goes on and on. Yeah. With Roy Budd's saucy sax. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's, it's, it's tampered at the end by Edward Fox arriving and watching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that is was really very like odd. That is odd. Someone hitting the end of your knob with a That was like cold the cuckoo's spoon. nest. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. that, that sitcom? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> it was the <coughs> Who Dares Wins bloke was the uh, what wasn't it? Uh, Lewis Collins. Lewis Collins. Lewis is that his name? Lewis Collins. Did, yeah, from what, from the professionals? professionals. Yeah, right. He was the bachelor sort of lodger oh, yeah. in a in an otherwise who moved into the spare room of an otherwise domestic couple, and mm. then and then the bloke was really jealous because Lewis was really was like handsome and living the bachelor well, lifestyle, yeah. and he's he was married to, I always want to say Diane Keaton, but that isn't her name. That she's Diane the Woody, is it Diane Keaton? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, was, and he suspected it was a bit of a love triangle, but it wow. wasn't. She was. Yeah, do you not remember it? No, I don't. It know. had I quite a free song for a seventies sitcom. There was a definite mm. bit of yeah. Oh, if it was seventies. I won't remember that. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. It I was only be... born in 1991. Okay. Well, it was, you know, it's probably available as easily as Wild Geese 2 <laughs> if you want to go and... <laughs> yeah. um, but the bit that got me is when, and when Edward Fox turns up and he is watching them, all I could keep thinking of, and it might be my age, mm. I mean, you guys wouldn't understand this, mm. you're much younger than me, but there were two champagne glasses balanced on. on the uh, tail headboard of yeah. the bed, like really precariously throughout the entire scene, and I was... It was like Chekhov's gun. I was just mm, watching them thinking mm. they're going to topple in a minute. Mm. And I was and thinking, what the ridiculous did. thing to happen? There's no drama in that. <laughs> they never did. So I missed what was going on in this scene. I, was just, I could not stop looking at these champagne glasses. Yeah, that may have been a way of diffusing the tension I kept trying to get to it past the censorship. What would happen in that scene? Because obviously they make, they make love, mm. as we've said, and I have to say mm. it like that because it was sensual. But when they're holding, you imagine them holding the champagne glasses and him saying, no, put those down, we're going to start making mm. love. Put them on the end of the bed where they're very precarious. Yeah. What's wrong with the table? It's a bit of a magic trick where you whip the cloth away without, you know. He yeah. goes, Look, I will I make love to I'll, you so I'll skillfully. Make love to you. Yeah, exactly. Let's spill a drop. Watch this. <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> Get ready. See? Let's, go for another, <laughs> let's go for another a non knee tremble. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a suspension. That's what it is. <laughs> a knee smoother. Yeah. yeah. It's like when you get in a new car now, you're like, well, I can't believe how smooth it is in here. You can't hear a thing. Well, that was German engineering <laughs> with the bed schedule. <laughs> Pretty solid. The spring fuck technique. <laughs> <laughs> so 
so then uh, Edward Fox turns up and he gives us some exhibition uh, exhibition exposition about I've been bitten by the wrong kind of mosquito and occasionally flares up mm. it's got malaria yeah mm. do you want to bring some malaria with you on a deadly mission I don't know I don't think I would I'd be like well, you've got malaria no worries I'll phone someone else I'll phone Roger Moore oh you, you're not interested at all but that, uh, yeah I mean this film does kind of suggests that all the mercenaries in the world died on the wild geese mission yeah yeah, yeah. And there aren't any we left. really are last down to yeah, yeah uh, down to last I don't, two. I don't feel comfortable malaria shaming him though i have to say that may be something you can people can live with that and continue to can kill they, on they? a contract basis you i think, would have thought or do you so think yeah. they should recover and from there i malaria? think i think people get malaria and they just have the okay they have malaria forever is it like herpes you have it forever but it only comes on a yeah occasion in, in that yeah. sense it's like herpes yeah, yeah. i don't mean <laughs> It, mean it does cause him trouble later, though, doesn't it? When yeah. the uh, well, yeah, this is a yeah. this is a, a, a the parasite. Setup and a payoff. It's a parasite, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Well, there's a parasite later, yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyhow, uh, so they have. Uh, but the point is, he turns up, and 40 minutes into the film, they decide to make, start making a plan. Yeah, yeah. it's like Brexit. Yeah. It's like, yes. <laughs> It's like, right, okay, uh, we've triggered Article Hexit. 15. They should have called it Hexit. 20 months ago. <laughs> yeah. well, what are we going to do? I mean, it really is. It really yeah. is, it is re- extraordinary. Especially as he actually went to the prison and looked around he did, and still exactly. had no yeah. plan. Yeah. He's like yeah. David Blimey, Davis. It's like a prison. <laughs> <laughs> it's really high security, isn't it? There's yeah. doors and everything. <laughs> Someone would be like, maybe we shouldn't bother, and they'd be like, no, no, no. Well, it's the will of the people that we can <laughs> break out Rudolph Hess. Yeah. Hess means Hess. And the world's strongest prison. We have to do it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so they have an, they, they have this bit that really annoyed me, where they uh, Edward Fox is looking out the window with these binoculars, and they've got these red fucking lines all over them, and I don't know how yep. you'd see through that. Again, it's just another thing that annoyed me. And one of uh, Reed Henry's men arrives and says he wants you to come and meet him for a drink. Yeah. So he goes out to a sexy club. That's right. Yeah, Berlin Cabaret. Oh. We all know what that means. Yeah. 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 David Bowie might be there. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's it. It's My favourite, Ber- the, the Berlin Cabaret smile is people, isn't it? The, yeah. uh, do you remember Alec Guinness yeah. sitting in that club? With but the, then... Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I wish you could see this lady. That's beautiful. But then Jean-Luc Picard comes in. And, yeah. yes. and, and it made me wish that this was an adventure on a holodeck mm. in Star Trek The Next Generation, which are the worst... Next Generation episodes by a long fucking mile but would still be far superior to this film (laughs) the doors open and he's got to go back to the deck deck, you know bridge because there's something important happening yeah rather than this shit rather than this shit that would be a um, that would be a feature of future entertainment broadcasts I imagine that if you're halfway through a film and uh, Patrick Stewart appears and you're not enjoying the film you just press the button the and it's, doors yeah, open. Right. <laughs> well he's in the emoji movie so you'd fucking wish he went for that yeah. one yeah. Jesus Christ <laughs> he plays a poo <laughs> Does he really he hasn't does. seen that? You know, there's an emoji the for a poo. Last year, yeah, 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 yeah. He voices the walnut whip poo. Oh, Christ. <laughs> How desperate for money is that man? Did you see Just the video? Just so that he can be in Waiting for Godot again for another couple of months. <laughs> Still pay for, the bill. I'd rather watch him in Waiting for God <laughs> yeah. than the emoji movie. Did you see the video? Did I send you the video of him talking about Wild Geese 2? Yes, yes, you did. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. fucking great. It's it? brilliant. He's basically, long and short of it, he had a broken window and it was going to cost two grand and he had no money. And then he got a phone call a minute later from his agent saying, there's a really bad job come up called Wild Geese 2. And he said, how much are they paying? Two grand. <laughs> so he took it. And he's wasted in this because he barely does anything, but he got two grand, so fair enough. Um, so, yeah, they go for, to the sexy German club. But he gives you that sprinkle of smiley, though, doesn't it? That, that, yeah. That's the interesting thing. He's Carla, isn't he? Yeah, because mm, there's, yeah. there's some, like, because it's got this bit of British character actor 
cast yeah you, you could almost i mean if it were half an hour shorter with a charismatic lead yeah there's almost like a, a professional smiley yeah, yeah blurred you know mirror well there's an interesting conversation to be had through a movie about <coughs> the nature of the politics of keeping spandau running and yeah. everything. they sort of hint at it don't yeah. they why it's yeah. in certain people's interests and everything the only thing isn't that, that film that no, is that no, thing no. about berlin though in every <laughs> <laughs> Every movie that has a bit in Berlin, it always wants to kind of go a bit Weimar, doesn't it? It yeah. always wants to suggest there's a seedier. Yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't go there in the eighties, but it's to get the lads in, isn't it? Yeah. Is lads that what it is? Ladies. Yeah. But then it's sort of lady boys, isn't it? And, and trannies and everything. And there's always that. You know, they have to have to try and suggest that it's hairy blokes. It's always yeah. hairy blokes in yeah. Berlin cabaret scenes, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mustaches. I've still things. never been. I've still no idea. I've been to Berlin. Have you? I've not been to a sexy club, though. I'm going in April. I've, been, again, I've been lots. Yeah. Just I've been for the shopping. Lot. I like, really love going there. It's I an amazing city. But you're, like, fully... You're balls deep in German history, aren't you? You know what you're talking about when you walk around. I mean, to God, me, it would just the way be... You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sound of that. Yeah, yeah. I Can we make that a BBC4 series? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Almar, I mean, I would, balls deep in German history. You know history. what you're... Like, well, I was very fortunate to make a documentary there with historians showing me round, so I do know quite a lot of the centre, the history of the centre of it. But, yeah, I mean, you just sort of... Like I said earlier, you know, this film's set in Berlin and, and you see the wall once and, mm. and, and you see the, always the apparatus of... And there's a sort of fake checkpoint, like a kind of Checkpoint Charlie um, scene towards the end. It's, yeah. not, it's meant to be one of the other checkpoints, but mm. yeah. the, just the, the, the lack of Berlin in this yeah. film. I mean, maybe they didn't, you know, they, could, they didn't film it there. I mean, there's every but they only film one bit there or whatever. But it's usually... But you like Funeral in Berlin, you know, the, of, exactly, the, yeah. Harry, the Harry Palmer film. Yeah. yeah. That really, that really absolutely nails 60s yeah. Berlin. And the spy who came in from the cold with Richard yeah, Burton. Yeah, yeah, they exactly. could have used that with Richard yeah, Burton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they could have gone, see, we got him. Yeah. This film ain't it. It's a shame. Mm. I always feel like, uh, you know, I live in uh, Hove, uh, which, mm. Brighton and Hove, and I've always felt like Brighton is a bit like Berlin in the 80s because it is on that corridor. It's Hove, you know, East, it's the East corridor. Berlin. Yeah, it's yeah, food, it is a bit. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but people go, it's London, but, you know, there's yeah. that kind of sense. The A23 is just like the corridor, and you just kind of get Most of Sussex is like. You yeah. are now leaving. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Hips up. This quarter, yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, so the, basically the British want. They want to help get Hess, but they, yeah. he can't be killed or poisoned because four different countries will be doing the autopsy. So it'll be sus. Mm. So they said they're going to help. Do you think they all bring something different to the autopsy? The four different countries <laughs> is that? They've <laughs> got different techniques, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. The Austrians sort of unpick them layer by layer. Mm. I can't remember who the others are. Was it French. Russia? Russian, French? Yeah. yeah. French and, autopsy and will be done with a certain amount of flair, but perhaps a disregard for fry them in butter. Yeah. <laughs> Snails off his iris. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and then uh, Hess is taken to a military hospital and Scott Glenn watches. And this is what they're going to do next week, I believe. So they've got a week to get it all together. Mm. And then he basically phones up Barbara Carrera and says, thanks for the shag, but can we just be friends? Yeah. Which is basically like dumping her via text, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. It's really harsh. Yeah. I thought, you got what you want, you bastard. But, yeah. but, th- but this se- this section of the film, when mm. I wrote my notes this morning when I was watching it, mm. is, man, this film is boring. Yeah. I mean, there are many films that can put, things that can put you off a film. They can be like incoherent, implausible, preposterous, stupid, mm. um, badly cast, badly paced. But the one 
the one thing a film can't recover from is being boring. Yeah. And this section, because there's a, there's a like, there's a shootout, a couple of bits where they're on their interminable recce. Yeah. And it's so boring. Nothing yeah. feels like it's at stake, does it? Yeah. And, and, Ed, and Edward Fox is doing this thing of <laughs> hiding and he's got an earpiece. Okay. Jump, lie down now. When I say lie down, lie mm-hmm. down. Da, da, da. And he shoots some people in it. And it's just boring. It's, mm. it's really boring. And it's sort of like, <coughs> even any stakes. <clears throat> involved are sucked into this bit in the middle because the last the last 25 minutes of action are serviceable action and the, yeah. when, they, when they actually get him out of Berlin it's all fine but this bit mm. Jesus Christ it was boring yeah feels like you've been you've tried to swim out to sea for half an hour and then you've just tested to see whether you're out of your depth and you're not yeah, and you just, <laughs> just you know, oh, I'm oh just, my feet, oh, I can put my feet yeah. down oh bollocks yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly yeah but this, as you were saying Scott, Glenn, and uh, Alex Faulkner, who's Edward Fox, they notice they're being tailed. So they say, right, we're going to have to kill them. So he leads them on this epic cat and mouse chase that is really dull, as you say. Yeah, it's boring. And then they shoot all the bad guys, including Ingrid Pitt in the tip. Yeah. And, um, and they give one a cut in the face. Go and tell your friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they go and see a wall of death, which made me think, oh, are they still God, things? Yeah. Are the wall of death still yeah. going? That's a health and safety nightmare, isn't it? like an Elvis movie it is <laughs> <laughs> songs would improve this actually yeah, yeah. yeah it, it that I mean this bit this whole bit of the because the, the, the I watched it first I, when I watched it twice for this because uh, I'd not seen it yeah because you know with the Bond films do, doing doing this doing Smash Bond yeah. you think well I've seen I've seen Moonraker uh, 900 yeah. times yeah. but I'll, I'll watch it once through just to sort of give myself a proper refresh mm. and also Bond films are often films you've seen not necessarily in order and in bits, but this I'd not seen. So I watched it, and I watched the first time I watched it was in um, it was in January when I was um, between a matinee and evening performance of uh, <laughs> Jack and the Beanstalk at the, at the New Wimbledon Theatre, mm. and I know I fell asleep, and I know I must oh, I must have done because I, I look, you know said what this isn't a two hour film it can't be it, it, it's it, and so I must have fallen asleep during this bit because it's interminable. It's oh, yeah. interminable. By comparison with Jack and the Beanstalk, how would you say the plot stacks up? <laughs> sort of, I mean, it's not dissimilar in a way, is it? Well, I mean, yeah, and not, not dissimilar <laughs> in a way. Yeah, exactly. A daring raid into yeah, um, yeah. Uh, impregnable enemy trophy, territory, yeah. come back with a trophy. Yeah, absolutely. Except they take the fucking giant back up the Beanstalk. <laughs> <at> the, <end>. <laughs> 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 the fucking point of that. <laughs> singing harp yeah. you can find Hesses in this. Jesus Christ um, but the only reason I could find that the wall of death sequence is in there is because Scott Glenn smiles yeah when Barbara Crary nearly gets killed by a motorbike he's like <laughs> good and then they cut I'm like oh man thanks for including this whole circus scene uh, so he meets Stroebling in a playground and he tells him to call off the Palestinians uh, he can get Hess and if he gets the bounty off his head uh, then he goes to see but the, the, there's loads of those scenes where he meets someone and walks around with them and says alright yeah. I'll do it and no I won't do it and, 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 and I know what part again part of the sort of wild geese thing is there has to be a double cross at some point I get, yeah. I get yeah. that I'm, I'm comfortable with that happening but mm. th- do we need this many no 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 is this has the brother the been bit. kidnapped yet? I can't no, remember. No, 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 no. Oh, Joel, we haven't even got to that. Jesus. <laughs> okay. I can't believe we've been doing this for an hour. And he's still <laughs> so then Scott Glenn meets up with the former warden that the, the colonel, the British colonel, told him about earlier, who's going to train them to be MP guards. 
It's very important they act like MP guards. Oh, that's right. When they're wearing yeah. MP hats. Yeah. Because they make them get out of the car and do MP tests. This they is another, actually, this so this is another is attempt at the parade pointless. ground nonsense, exactly. isn't it? You know, they want another Sandy here, but they're not yeah. going to get Sandy because he's dead. Yeah, no, they get that it? nasty bloke, don't they? Well, basically, really horrible. The, the, uh, Poundland Fulton Mackay. Yeah. 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 He reminded me of Norris McWhirter a little bit as well, mainly because he didn't like the, you know... The IRA. The They murdered his brother. Yeah. But there was a bit of that kind of slightly pinched... I don't know, he didn't feel like military at all. He felt like a sort of, I don't it's know, a thwarted headmaster or something. It's diabolical, this bit. And Because yeah. the, the, the thing in The Wild Geese is that the, it, the idea is that he's getting them into shape because they've got a mission to do. This is yeah. they've got yeah. to pass themselves off as Makes MPs. No as right? museum so guards one, or so something. So the one yeah. thing he'd do is made sure they had a haircut. Because mm. right? they don't, they've all, yeah, yeah. all got shaggy, non-soldiery hair. Mm. Yeah. And that's the one thing you'd have to do, make sure mm. they polish their boots. That would be it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The rest is, it's ineffably fucking stupid, this bit. <laughs> yeah. it, it made, and it made me really angry because because it's trying to echo the, 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 old, the first film yeah. and misses and yeah. doesn't make sense in itself. And it's no. maddening. Just marching up and down, literally. Yeah. That's yeah. all they do. Yeah. And you're right, it doesn't even give that bloke a hand. What's his name, that doing, actor? The, uh, Charlie from Casualty. Yeah, yeah. What, what, Derek the, something or other, isn't it? Thompson. Yes. Again, I think he played similar actor, villains in professional. Oh, yeah. was he? Yeah, was he? When him. he was Charlie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he? Wow. 600 because he can do a Northern Irish accent. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure he was a villain in The Professionals at some point. He was in The Long Good Friday, wasn't he? Everyone. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That was it. Yes, of course. Well, see, oh, this God. Again, this that film's... film shouldn't be mentioned in the same breath, should yeah, it? Yeah, but... No. but, but but you know, it, it, it's from the same time. The lights, yeah, similar. Yeah. The sort of uh, people driving around in crummy cars. I mean, it, yeah. if you the shifting political, yeah, there's no reason. Power. I mean, it, it, yeah. Well, yeah, there's no reason this film should be better. But, Berlin's yeah. open. There's an open shop like London was <laughs> the Monday yeah, Friday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This used to be a nice place. <laughs> <laughs> Families. <laughs> But there's that amazing scene where um, uh, Charlie from Casualty is saying, I'm not going to shower him with no... And then he says, wogs. Right? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Cause, because the other the other men masquerading as military policemen for no reason mm. um, are all like... They're, they're meant to be Lebanese. Are they an like Argentinian yeah. chess team yeah, or something, something yeah, aren't they? Yeah. They're sort <laughs> of international <laughs> desperados, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. And he goes, I'm not showering him with no you know, racial yeah. slur. Yeah. And then... Yeah. And then they get into an argument about whether he... And then Ed, they get into an argument about how he shouldn't say that. And Edward Fox yeah. does an Italian accent. Yeah, mm. yeah. But why him talking like this? Yeah. So yeah. he says, hey, um, you know, like he... <laughs> yeah, yeah. And convince, convinces Charlie, Charlie yeah. that he's Italian. <laughs> yeah. Right? And and therefore a wop. I mean, it's... And, and I know, you know... Oh, this film's from when it is and he's de depicted being depicted as a bad person saying these bad words yeah. so you know it's all dramatically we can we can we can account for this but it's just junk and, yeah, yeah. and Edward Fox's attempt to be Italian in order to I mean and then he tricks him into sharing a room with him and then he goes because yeah. I'm actually yeah, British I'm actually a British officer old yeah. boy ha, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah you are yeah, yeah you yeah. definitely are definitely. I mean, it's, and at which point Charlie could easily just say oh well then I changed my mind I'm returning <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. it's not a contract he's yeah, not going to be sued it's, <laughs> it's very very it's just sort of um, yeah. yeah shit Thank you. Yeah. 
It's junk. It's garbage. It really is. It and really is. And I don't understand because the, the, the fellow giving him the, the Mr. Horrigan is called. Charles that's right. And and he's being handed over well, by I the Germans. It. Why have the Germans got a person? I understand what's going on in that scene though. This the scene is to suggest <laughs> that the IRA are racist in a way that the British establishment never would be. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Whether it convinces right. on that level yeah. is another matter. Yeah. Well, no, that's because that's because you know that's um, the check the checks giving Semtex to the to the oh, IRA isn't it yeah. which is obviously mm. what Jeremy Corbyn was doing is the middleman on the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's obvious he's in the back of one of these shots just <laughs> milling around the thing is he's denied being a Czech spy but he's definitely going to deny being in Wild Geese too. <laughs> I mean that's just the most embarrassing <laughs> All right, I was a spy, but I was definitely not. Patrick Stewart now has got his finger on the levers of power. Just one misplaced anecdote. That was there with Jeremy. Uh, yes, yeah, so as you say, Hurricane's racist. And then there's a brilliant bit here because I can imagine the director here going, "Right, uh, Scott, I want you to stand in this room while Barbara talks to you. Just do something. How about I have a pretend knife fight in the mirror? Yes, he's kind of going." Ugh. With a knife, I'm like, you look fucking ridiculous. It's like Beavis and Butthead at this yeah, point, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Thought, oh really. My God. So she she talks to him for a while, and then Horrigan. We, we find out that Horrigan has got LSD tablets. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, look, he's racist. He's on acid. Yeah. And the IRA were mainly Irish. funded by selling uh, LSD to yeah. children, of course. So yeah. It was, yeah, yeah, it's he's, all there. He, he, imagine you know your daughter bringing him home. Be the worst of everything, wouldn't it? <laughs> In 1982. I'm Harrigan. I'm not having no dinner with you <laughs> without having LSD in your teeth. It's just a fucking nightmare. The Pope should have written a song about this movie. They should have they done. They should have done. The yeah. Sick Medical Cun in part two. Well, it's missing a song because Wild Geese had the lovely Joan Armour trading. Yeah. Fly of the Wild Geese. fantastic if the Pogues had done the song. What have done? That would have been amazing. Oh, just like... balance things out a bit. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, Kajagoogoo. Yeah. Maybe Ivan um, Rebrov and the, and yeah, the Red Guard Army Choir. That would have been good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just some <laughs> I know the chorus was just Wild the Geese too. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe um, Duran Duran, in fact, did, and and then it fell through, and they repurposed it as Wild Boys. Oh, was it, be- was yes. it before Wild or geese. after? Wild Geese. Never was it before or after? Ballet. Had, did they exist at the time of this movie? Oh yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. They should have done it. Yeah, they should. Yes, mm. <laughs> always believe in you're a mess. That sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, so we meet Stratford Johns, who's professional. That's right. Yeah. You know, portly gentleman. He was. Um, he was uh, the Sydney Green Street, wasn't he? Very he, much. Basically, yeah, very uh, much. When you're fat like that in a movie mm. like this, you have to address everyone else as sir. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I commend but you. But isn't sir. he meant and to be sweaty as fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Where's he meant to be from? He's got oh, an unlocatable no, accent. Softly, like softly, softly. Casablanca. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, straight out of Casablanca. Yeah. Straight out of Casablanca. Because yeah. yeah. he can get dodgy passports. Yeah. yeah dabs yeah. at forehead with ridiculously tiny handkerchief. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then, and then after that, we get the, one of the best. Never trust a man who doesn't do LSD. He can't trust himself. <laughs> oh dear! So, uh, yeah. So Ed, then we get the best scene in the whole film was Edward Fox off his tits on malaria. We well, act yeah. his fucking ass off suddenly. He does, yeah. yeah. Some acting, yeah. Mm. Mm. Be, 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 a, be a good chap. Again, there's some pills over there. On, on, <laughs> and, and and then of course Charlie gives him um, LSD. Acid. And it's acid literally and malaria, yeah. and then does all the yeah. talking. It's literally yeah. Edward Fox on acid. Yeah. Yeah. What does he start saying to him? Your fingers yeah. are. You've got a cleaver in your hand. Slicing off your hand. Yeah, slicing off your hand. I can't stand it. No! No! <laughs> and then uh, he runs Why away. Why am I in this film? 
At least I'm lying Dicky, down. Dicky, you bastard. <laughs> They're good at that point. You had like, you know they've done for the War of the Worlds thing where they've got the CGI face of Bert. Yeah, yeah. They had a CGI ghost amazing, inserted into this yeah, film yeah. just yeah. kind of going, ha, ha, ha. Could have used the one from 1984. Yeah. You know, administering the the, uh, the torture. Yes. Yeah, it would have been perfect. George Lucas would have done it. Yeah, he would. He'd have gone back and digitally inserted... God, was this film um, after... 1984, yeah. Not long after. That was Burton's Literally last. and figuratively, I think Burton yes. had yeah. died yeah. before 1984 was released, wasn't it? That was yes, he had. He died, the, yes, he died yeah. in this the... was released in 1985, but it was probably shot in 84, I'd imagine. It just, it doesn't, it feels older than, it feels like a film mm. from the 70s in a lot of the way, yeah. it's, it's mechanics and yeah. how creaky it is. Jesus. Well, it bothers me in many ways that it's set in 82, I don't understand was why. Was it shot before Ultravox did Oviena? Possibly. <laughs> 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 that reimagined the mm. Eastern Bloc for us, didn't it? Yeah. In that respect. You know. Well, is it set in 82 to fit with the headline that's in, from the paper at the end of the film oh, where it goes, Hess, yeah. Hess in and out of prison with asthma. Yeah, yeah. Hospital mm, with that asthma. might be it. Yeah. In order to try and anchor it in reality for fuck's sake because at this point Hess is still alive yep in 85 yep uh, German the, the Berlin Wall's still up yep everything's exactly the same just for a newspaper headline seems a bit odd yeah and it's only three years in the past yeah makes no sense no well I yeah let's not I mean you we can't no, get hung up no, on things no. making sense in this film no 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 um, it was it was have been very this, it did matter though because the whole thing is predicated on that and it was a very damp it would have been a very damp squib that was the thing I thought am I missing something I mean mm. I will remember you know my mum talking about Rudolf Hess and there was genuine sympathy for him by then you know mm. of God's sake let the old bloke die in his home and shut this prison down which ridiculous mm. elongated you know unpleasant memory of the hell that everyone had been through you know mm. And actually, I think possibly even a, a, a smidgen of suspicion that he had been attempting to make peace, you know, mm. how, how mm. deluded his actions had been at the time. I, I just thought this isn't... It just well, you thought you were playing to this Scotland, not be, Yeah, he did, yeah yeah. 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 And then spent the rest of his life in prison. And they just went, no, I'm not, not talking to him, arrest him quickly. See, Farage well, yeah, but a passport. A, yeah. But, they, but they kept him at the Tower when they first, when they first yeah. brought him to London. Yeah, and there's, there's, in, at the Burnie Inn. <laughs> the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in, in the and there's a there's a toilet there that they put in uh, for the in the event of um, if they ever captured Hitler and they, right. if they were going to keep him in the tower. If they were really? Keep him anyway. Yeah. So yeah, Hitler's yeah. got a toilet. There's a Hitler's Kazi, uh, the Nazi Kazi, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> over at the tower. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. Of all the um, of all the sort of inner circle, I mean, our friend Guy Waters is doing a thing, yeah, yeah. isn't he, about the uh, on on Netflix, which yeah. I want to watch about Hitler's inner circle in the early days. Now they all sort of oh, that's just come on today, I think. Has yeah. it? I got yeah. an email yeah. about it. I actually think that will look really. It looks like it. Could yeah, be good, I mean, that. Hess took dictation um, when Hitler was in prison and dictated yes. Mein Kampf to him. So yeah. he, he he proper wrote down early. Yeah wrote down um, Mein Kampf when Hitler dictated it to him. He's like John but, Milton's blind daughters. Yeah, the, yeah, basically. Yeah, and yeah, then and yeah. then he, and then Hitler had the whole thing of having two always having more than one person in each job so that they'd fight each other rather than him. So he was one yeah. of one of his deputies. Yeah. Because he he always used to make sure that the infighting never never no one ever concentrated on competing Divide with Divide and him. rule on a very yeah, yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, yeah, close yeah. focus basis. Right from the yeah. top, yeah. Yeah. But I always oh. felt looking at him, this is just very superficial, but I always felt looking at him, he was not a good fit with the rest of them. The rest of them all looked absolutely perfect in their leather overcoats. You look at Goebbels, you look at Himmler, yeah. even Goering was getting, he was getting on a bit, Goering, but he still had that. Something about Hesse, he looked odd. He had this sort of slightly, 
I don't know. He didn't look like he, he had the steel in him, did he? Do you know what I mean? Well, I don't know. I mean, the thing of the, the story of uh, him just coming the to the UK is a, it's an amazing story and, and yeah. ending up in Scotland because he thought yeah, it, I it was, was the Duke, Duke of Argyll that's or something. Right. Wasn't he thought it? if yeah. I talk to him, that'll that'll um, unlock the British government. Yeah, and we'll get a peace deal. Well, there was there was a, there was there were grounds for suspicion that the aristocracy were were there to be yeah. to be persuaded, wasn't yeah. they at the time? But well, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good film if someone made it one day. Yeah. I mean, Hesco in Scotland. Yeah, I think they must they must have made that movie, haven't they? They must have made that movie, have they not? I mean, they've made loads about Rommel and the uh, assassination attempt and yeah. stuff. That comes around every ten years, doesn't yeah, it? The Valkyrie but, uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it can make a good one because you can get the Loch Ness monster in that. You get what? The Loch Ness monster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it that's like what, do it like actually, local hero. Do it exactly like local hero, where he lands and there's this little village and he meets the family runs the shop and is the of the family nest and he just warms to them and he just pretends oh do you know what I'll just stay here this is nice lonely Hess yeah he was maybe that's maybe why he came to look for the Loch Ness Monster I reckon that's what happened and he found it and it gave him magic powers and that's what they know who else has uh, huge eyebrows is uh, Michael Hess all time uh, has got very unruly eyebrows, hasn't he? I wonder you know, if you go through the phone book and find a yeah, Hess as yeah. well. Did he anglicise the name? Do you Dennis think? Healy almost sounds like Hess. <laughs> but I had a guy in a. In, in, this has suddenly come to me. This in a, in a in a front row in Ryslip. This would be twenty years ago. Stop the pigeon in Ryslip that Joel Sanders used to run. Do you remember that? Oh club? Yeah, 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 yeah. And there was some dude there, and I asked him his name, and I said, "What's your name?" He said, "Rudolph." And I said, "Really?" And he said, "Yes, Rudolph Hess." Right? <laughs> And, I, and, I'm, and the whole room kind of went, whoa. And I went, I'm like, fuck off, don't be ridiculous. Your mum and dad have heard, heard of the war and all that. And he got his driving licence out and, and he was called Rudolf Hess. Jesus no. Christ. And he must have been, I mean, this is 20 years ago, a guy who was probably in his probably in his 30s. No. Absolutely extraordinary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, unless, of course, that was his party trick and he had a driving licence license in yeah. the name of the, the, the wow. former Nazi number two. He's not that fellow who had the dog that did the Nazi salutes, is he? <laughs> no. <laughs> Rudolf, because Adolf, Adolf is just completely... Um, yeah, you can't. You can't, can't, can't even Adolf. say Adolf anymore. You can't. You can't. Although was even say it was Adolphus, <laughs> and if you say Adolphus... Yeah. Was the, was well, Gustavus Adolphus and Dol- stuff, isn't it? Dolph Lundgren. Is Dolph Lundgren, is Dolph Lundgren, Lundgren an Adolf? I wonder if he is. <laughs> oh, my God. But Rudolf, you don't get many of those, but you can become Rudy, don't you, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I guess, but... Rudy Giuliani's got to be a Rudolph, He probably he? is, isn't he? Dolphface. It's just I've never really connected that they're both Dolphs. Is it like the whole of the Nazi inner circle were just... Adolf, Adolf Rudolph. Yeah, that's right. Seedolf. Rudolph is, you know... Well, he did Rue. Do you know Hitler had a brother who lived in England during the war I did not know that yeah is that like that a, what both sides of the not yeah. a half brother and, and, and his nephew joined the American army and fought against Hitler mm. wow yeah wow. I think his brother lived in Liverpool during the war and got bombed yeah and there's, well it's the story that Hitler came to Liverpool hmm. that Hitler lived in Liverpool between the wars yeah the there's Germans. a play I can't remember, who, I can't remember who, who wrote a play about that someone quite famous of, uh, 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 I can't remember was it, it Billy it, Russell it was not Billy <laughs> really Russell before the war are you between saying the between, between the wars between the wars between yeah. the first and second yeah, yeah. He went did. to live with his sister-in-law yeah is this that like uh, Jake, Joseph of Arimathea coming oh. to Glastonbury yeah. is a <laughs> similar <laughs> <laughs> sort of a cult reference 
There's a new play out at the moment. I think I just heard it being talked about on the radio about Napoleon having escaped from uh, actually escaped from Saint Helena and his and there was a, a dummy was you know used yeah. to, so, and and he came and he runs a veg stall in Paris or something. But apparently this was a genuine that he returned uh, to Paris uh, in his old age. Oh, there was just, a, a conspiracy yeah, theory about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. And because uh, well, I think Parisians and the French generally you know found yeah. it hard to believe that he'd gone. It's extraordinary, uh, these uh, echoes. It is, isn't it? You know. Yeah. It's good that his brother wasn't abused during the war. <laughs> his, who? Hitler's, Hitler's brother. brother yeah. No, we're very decent about that. I, I, know, we are. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's like when you're having to go to someone in customer service. I know it's not your fault. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's your brother, but you fucking think hell. If anyone's going to be put in internment, you think... Exactly. brother would be... Japanese people you know, are in yeah, there. That's right. Adults walking around buying bread. My Not dad used to work in a uh, Italian internment camp in, in Hertfordshire. He was uh, oh, really? my daddy was, was sort of he, he ran for them. Yeah, was are you from Hertfordshire? Yes, and Albans. Oh, I'm from Snor- Watford. Oh, nice. Well, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's though. I lived yeah, in Albans right. for a while. Sorry, we'll we'll carry on with Wildies. Yeah, it's all right. Next week on This Is Your Life. A lot of, lot of agricultural <laughs> workers in... Um, my dad worked on a... He lived on a farm in the uh, during the war and uh, mm. there were a lot of agricultural workers there and they sort of carried on and then they had to go and be sort of locked in at night. It's kind of weird. Farmers uh, had to be locked they away. Were in. Like, yeah, they were, you know, very much like now, uh, European sort of agricultural labouring people who were... Yeah, it's quite, it's quite odd. What, in case... The actual sort of... Is, you know what, this is much, stuff. much better than the wild geese. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. just, just yeah. make that it's movie. It's general like, conversation. It's more we're like the a... bicycle thieves kind of territory. <laughs> 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 but, yeah. but we're getting to a good bit now because um, the sergeant major, in inverted commas, tell everyone, tells everyone not they shouldn't swear when he has them on parade. Yes. And Horrigan is a bit cheeky. Mm. So the sergeant major kneecaps him with a pistol. Yeah. Which I think is a bit... OTT isn't it and they just stand and watch yeah and then he shoots him in the face and kills him yeah well he actually looks he looks at his face yeah with his sort of moustache twitching in the Mm. much honoured style and then he looks down at his knees and he looks at one knee and then the other Mm. and it's as if his actual knees are provoking him did did you get that sense he feels like the knees are looking at him you know the knees are side eyeing him and he's not going to take this from these Irish knees. That's right. And then, I mean, he, and then he literally withdraws his revolver. And Irish the, yeah. knees. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But this only happens at this point so that something happens. Because something yeah, needs yeah. to fucking happen. Yeah. Well, doesn't Barbara point. at this point get snatched? Uh, yeah, she's been, she's <laughs> been snatched. The That's an interesting word yeah, yeah, for it. She's yeah. been snatched, I yeah. think, at yeah. this point. Yeah. So uh, then Scott tells them they've got a body double for Hess. It's yeah. on. Yeah. And uh, th- then they talk uh, John Terry into being the second hostage so he can have a chance of rescuing Barbara yeah yeah oh god we're getting there lads um so <laughs> so well, yeah. and then suddenly um uh, Faulkner turns into Q yep this is my favourite bit put on He's this coat Q. He, said, what are we? he goes how the hell am I going to rescue my sister you're going to wear a bomb alright yeah. yeah fine this coat is a bomb yeah oh thanks very much yeah thanks very much and you detonated with this pen yeah oh thanks Q <laughs> Uh, it, it's um, that's a very odd bit that because he's so sort of um, he's not he's not going. Are you fucking mad? A bomb? Are you insane? Are you? Mm. you I'm not wearing a suicide vest. He's like, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, fine. Anything to get his sister back. Yeah, yeah. I guess. And he was Hawk the Slayer. Yes, he was, wasn't he? Yeah, he's he's brave, Hawk the Slayer. I've seen him. He's got a glowing sword. <laughs> I thought that was um, <laughs> Bruce Willis. No, that was Hudson Hawk the Slayer. Oh, Hudson Hawk, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah, right, okay. Yeah, um, so, yeah, then, then they're, they're on with their operation. They're going to yeah. get and rescue Barbara. And Barbara's brother sets the fuse on the coat bomb, as you say. And Scott arrives, arrives sorry, to rescue Barbara. 
and uh, the brother gets shot dead. Mm. After uh, is it before or after the bomb goes off? I think it's after. After the bomb, he do, the he bomb's does rubbish it, as well. Yeah, it, it, it's a. I mean, it's, the thing is, this is an hour and twenty five yeah. into this film. We have, a, and it's an action film. It's our first action sequence. Yes, you're right. It is, isn't it? Apart from the punch in the toilet. Yeah, apart from the bog, Ru- bog fight. He runs yeah. quite quickly around that track. <laughs> right. Yeah. Could but trip this, at any moment. This is, this is basically yeah. it, isn't it? Right? Yeah. And yeah. The, and the, this is the film hauling itself up towards its climax. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's been thinking of someone else for the last hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> and it's trying to approach its vinegar strokes. And, <laughs> and, and it really isn't. It, 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 it's, it's shit, this sequence. It is, it is. I mean, I actually think the jailbreak's completely serviceable. And, yeah. and, and you could see Steven Soderbergh using those kind of mechanics of, mm. you know, swapping people and going through a crowd. And I mean, that's all, that's all kind of standard and... Yeah, well executed and all that, but yeah. Christ but, alive! But this bit, well, the best bit is when um, they rescue Barbara after killing everybody, and then Alex embraces her. This is yeah. Edward Fox, and just goes, "We tried." <laughs> How beautiful! Mm. You try to say that at his funeral. <laughs> we tried. Echoes of that lovely moment at the end of the first movie when Richard Burton oh, goes to don't. tell Rafe's meal. Yeah. Takes him off the rugby field, walk, walks into the woods with him, saying, "I shot your let's, dad." Let's talk about your father. <laughs> I shot him dead. <laughs> I shot your father dead. Yeah. If you stop, don't stop saying Yahoo. <laughs> Yahoo! You're never coming home again. <laughs> oh, don't. That's a horrible. The bit. thing is, yeah. the thing is, at this point, she'd have said, "My brother's dead. I want nothing more to do with any of this. This yeah. is pointless. Yeah. Game over. We're not doing this. Yeah. Forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. Yeah. She'd have said that, but she, she just sort of. All right. Yep. Oh well, carries you, on. You tried. Good. Yeah. Wipe those tears away. She's probably experiencing the same degree of ennui about the whole thing that we are at this point, isn't she? I think she was oh, whatever. Or, <laughs> or close family member dead. She's feeling horny. Well, yeah. That, that's yeah. the other thing this film tells us. Yeah. You know. Well, she will in a minute because Scott Glenn does his British accent. <laughs> That's going to get the juices flowing. So, some people watching this movie would suspect her of being a crisis actor, I suppose, would they? <laughs> <laughs> Except there haven't been any crisis. <laughs> There's an actor crisis. She's, she's trained, yeah, the she's trained for a lot worse than this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the Hess is coming out, not like that. Uh, it's a tense operation with water being sprayed. Uh, which wouldn't be enough, by the way. They spray a little bit of a hose on the ground, mm. Um, mm. and then uh, there's a there's a crash. A guy, a guy's paid to crash into the ambulance to make yeah. it tip over and skid on the ground. He's get le- he gets left in a burning car, so yeah. he's never going to get his money. By the way, yeah. and he haggles about it early. He's like, "I'll do it for two thousand, <laughs> yeah. and they leave him to die in a burning car. Yeah, it's yeah, one- well, you know. That's probably, probably that's probably as close as you get to a moral, actually. Yeah, in the whole, yeah. you know, don't crash into ambulances. <laughs> yeah. It's dog eat dog, though. Yeah. At this level of mercenarying. Yeah, yeah, surely. Dogging eat dog. Yeah. Um, so then uh, they swap Hess with the dead imposter, mm-hmm. and then we get Scott Glenn's British accent. What are you doing here, you things? And they all carry on, and then they meet in a junkyard with Strobling, with no hostages. Strobling stands in a bear trap. <laughs> I just sort of—I uh, have to say—I rewound that little uh, bit. I yeah. went back on that bit. What, what's happened? I don't remember yeah. this. The next bit oh. I remember is the coach. Oh yeah, yeah, with yeah the that's drug, coming up. The, yeah. That's, yeah, I don't. Is that literally in a bear trap? 
He literally stands in a bear trap. I must, yeah. I must have missed that. In a junkyard. Well. In a junkyard. In a junkyard, I know. I know. It's I, have, I have a strong sense that I was, I was bathed in the light of the fridge at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 as I say, I, I, as we all Because this is the part of the sort of double cross mechanism, isn't yeah. it? Is there yeah. supposed to be some hostages returned for yeah. Hess and, yeah. and the other. He knows that, um, sorry, I've written his name down. He knows that Colonel Reed Henry is a baddie, yeah. but we don't know that yet. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, so Striebling heads to the stadium where he says that the Hess is uh, and Reed Henry's waiting there for him and machine guns him and all his men's to death all yes. his men's and he thinks it's Scott Glenn and the boys so when yeah. he sees it's Striebling who's on his side he's yeah. a bit miffed and they're escaping with Hess disguised as piss football fans yeah that's and that's right. when they get on the coach yeah. uh, and, uh, with actual rattles yeah. Yeah, rattle era football fans. And then Reed Henry drives up to the sergeant major from earlier. They basically smuggle one of the most famous Germans in all of German history mm. through Germany. Yeah. yeah. Without any Germans. He's got a hat on, though. Oh, yeah, so yeah. yeah. In plain yeah. sight, you know. This is how you do it, isn't it? It's this Savile, is my it? grandfather. Yeah. Oh, is your grandfather Rudolf Hess? All they really <laughs> need to do... He gets that all the time. If they'd <laughs> shaved his eyebrows off... Which is a fairly straightforward... It would never have... Oh, come on, that's topery. Yeah. It'll take ages. <laughs> haven't got time. You'd need Edward Scissorhands to do that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're escaping with him, and then Reed Henry goes up to the Sergeant Major Murphy earlier, uh, shoots him, and then apologises. She's very British. Ketchup's yeah. it. it is oh, he ketchup's it. A splinge of ketchup. He said, sorry about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the German soldier... Gets, so there's a bit of tension here, because the German soldier gets on the coach and doesn't spot Hess. Yeah. Like you said, a bit. Well, of he is. He is sort of. Yes, a tiny bit. Yeah, yeah. He's got his collar up, doesn't he? You know, and he's asleep. Uh, yeah, he's asleep. So yeah. That bloke looks like Rudolf Hess, but he's, dead, he, died, he's asleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a trick I've pulled off on the Southern Rail. You know, more than one occasion when I'm travelling in a class, my ticket doesn't. What, you know, pretending to be Rudolf Hess? Yeah, basically, I, I look, try and look as if you're being as if you've been drugged, mm. and uh, you know, it's not your fault. No, it's quite. It's actually quite an easy way to get first class. Yeah, it's good with Southern Rail. You have lots of time to practice that because yeah. it takes three hours for the train to arrive. <laughs> um, bit of satire there. So um, all four countries do their autopsy on Hess in inverted commas. Yeah, and they agree this is not Hess. Yep, snails. Exactly. Uh, guard suspicious at airport, so they murder him mm-hmm. when they've got Hess. Yep. Yeah, I mean, way to draw attention to yourselves. Exactly. Yeah, it's an it's a common trope, though, isn't it, in the action movie that you you start, you know, they're very careful early on, and then yeah. towards the end, it's it, it all just it all just yeah. goes. Everyone looks at you funny, like right off in. Yeah. Mm. You know what would have been better for this sequel? I was just thinking, if instead of uh, Scott Glenn, the lead character is uh, Emil, mm. who is now a commando, and he's out to oh yeah carry on his dad's name as yeah. the best planner in the business. Well, to just anything to connect it with the old film yeah rather than the brother of somebody who can't move yeah 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 sorry I'm just thinking on my feet yeah. um, so and yeah. then you have the, then you have um, Picard finishing his holodeck adventure yeah so uh, where it's revealed that the British colonel's a baddie and they mm. murder him mm-hmm. and it's sort of the, obviously that's kind of got to happen but who cares exactly who gives a shit <sighs> I mean uh, it, yeah He's not even phoned in it, sort of <laughs> semaphored in. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear the rustling of flags. It's, um, I, yeah. I, I mean, I love uh, Patrick Stewart. I really mm, do. Mm. And, and when he first appeared in it, and I, I knew he was in it from that, that thing of him, that Comic-Con saying it was the worst film he'd ever been in. Yeah. Uh, you see him and you think, oh, great, brilliant, something, 
he's ineffable charisma will lift it he's bound to do something interesting and he doesn't they don't give him anything to do it's really it's (sighs) so yeah as you say thanks for getting me to watch this film Um, (laughs) no problem no problem (laughs) I only watched it once if that's any (laughs) consolation more for me (laughs) so then they take Hester Vienna and he isn't have very seen, grateful at all. Though. Have you seen... No, I was just, just want to get this out, but have you seen a film called Baby Driver? Yes. It's quite a recent movie, right? Yeah. My kids love this movie. They said, watch this movie, and so I watched mm. it. And it's it is got, a good, great, got, great soundtrack. Christopher Plummer in it. Yeah. Oh, you well, know what I mean. What's the problem with him? Kevin well, Spacey. No, Kevin Spacey. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, no. Is that... That's who they... Yeah, he's still in it, right? That's yeah, not yeah. the movie Currently, they were going to... Yeah. No, Are they going to... Yeah. No, it's the film about... Um, is it the last uh, one? All the Money in the World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the one they're going to change? Yeah. yeah. No, I was watching Space. Space is not very good in it anyway. I don't think it will be any great loss. I, they love it, this movie, and I'm convinced it's because it's got decent 70s rock songs in it. But Baby Driver, right, this guy who is like this... He's being. It's the classic story, isn't he? He's being bullied into being a villain, you know, yeah. and, and he, he would rather not be. But because he sort of gives the nod to this woman that he's met face-to-face in a sort of bank transaction earlier not to go in somewhere because she's going to get shot. About 50 people die in what would otherwise have been a very clean getaway. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a very murky moral... You know, yeah. and then he's, and you're supposed to stay with him. You're like, no, if you're going to do a getaway thing, you know, minimise the risk of it going wrong because that's yeah. when everyone gets killed. Yeah, 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 do yeah. your job properly. Yeah, and that's what I always think with these action movies. And I get quite cross about that when they, when you sort of, I'm sorry, but I'm just going to have to kneecap this, this, this Mick because it, you know, no, that's. Just yeah. get the job done. Yeah. Just do yeah. the thing. Stop you know? it. Stop mucking about. Yeah. Stop indulging your. Uh, you know, you've got to show a little bit but of discipline. You and wouldn't grip. get the satisfying double cross at the end. If, if, is it? No, it's not. No, I just no. meant in there from their point of view. Oh yeah, yeah. Basically, because the, because the film double cross. I mean, you are as a viewer double crossed by the thing of uh, Hess going. I want yeah. to go back into yeah. prison. And also Hess himself, he he plays it like a sort of Jewish watchmaker, doesn't he? He's a sort yeah. of you you sort of feel like he's a sort of nice little kind wise old yeah. man who's, yeah. who somehow has achieved a degree of transcendent. You know, inner peace. The woke, <laughs> woke Nazi. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I thought Olivier was was diabolical in it. I mean, that was I was basically, but from about halfway in, I was just waiting for Olivier because, again, like mm. Patrick Stewart, I thought, well, there'll be something interesting, some insight into. Yeah. I just thought it was awful, you know. I, I would uh, rather have seen somebody I like. Am um, old now. Yeah. Who was the bloke who played the cycle? Uh, what was his name? The Anthony Perkins. Somebody like oh, yeah. that, I think, could have done him well. Somebody who understood. He's no good at playing villains. Or, uh, who, Anthony Perkins? No, Olivier. Oh, Olivier. Say, you've Perkins not seen Naughty Lights. He's pretty yeah, good yeah. in um, um, Marathon Man. Is it, is, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's probably why Man. they is went for him, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's probably why, definitely why they hired him for yeah, this. Yeah. But, it, but he delivers a speech to tell you that the film's pointless. Yes. It goes, you know this film you've been watching the last two hours? It's pointless. They'll yeah. yeah, put me back in my box. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fuck this. And then... <laughs> you would have been actually better with a Scott Glenn says to him, 19 people have died to get you out of that prison. And he says, I did not ask if he rescued. And you unpunched him. You ungrateful <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> right, you go back now wanking and chess by yourself then. Yeah. Fucking prick. So they take him to the French embassy... And they say that each of us has his own life, has his own prison. Yours just happens to have bars, says Edward Fox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What Fuck do you mean, bars? Has he got. Oh, well, bars, I see. You yeah. prick. Yeah. <coughs> and then um, it, basically he becomes Julian Assange. So he goes to lives in the French yeah. embassy. And, yeah. And um, 
presumably has Pamela Anderson coming around at some point. <laughs> but didn't um, Olivier die very shortly after this? I think like 88, I think 87, the, cur- the curse of the wild geese. But didn't he have... <laughs> <laughs> didn't he have uh, Parkinson's? So I'd imagine he was probably on the beginnings of being very ill. Yeah. Oh, I, I feel bad for, for criticising his performance now. Well, you should. Maybe he was... Maybe he thought that I will harness the Parkinson's to get but the... sort of... IMDb around, isn't it, that it took him all day to film that speech and he yeah. found it very difficult and all yeah. that right. sort of thing. I'd imagine that was part of his early onset of his illness or yeah. or just that he couldn't be asked. Yeah. Back to Brando again with his idiot cards. And his knob out. Keep, yeah. <laughs> keep, it, keep it spontaneous. <coughs> but we've reached the point of the podcast mm. before I die. What a terrible cough, sorry. Where I'm going to ask quickfire questions. Al, I've already asked you before, but yeah. in case you want another shot. Not about the movie. Not about the movie, oh, Jesus Christ. Christ. I've got, I've no, we finished more that than now. exhausted my memory of We're it. never going to wash that again, I tell you that. Um, so there's some questions. Are you ready? Yeah. In your opinion, who is the best Bond and what is the best Bond film? Uh, God, God, I think... With, uh, the be- objectively, I think it's Daniel Craig. Mm-hmm. But subjectively, for me, it was Roger Moore because it's like the pop songs of a youth, isn't it? And they're yeah. the ones that I actually saw as they came out in the cinema. Yeah, and I'm happy with that. And The Spy Who Loved Me has the best opening sequence of any film mm. ever made. Uh, literally, with the whole cinema on its feet, applauding as the parachute opens. So that that's never been improved upon for me in a movie. Shall I ask you again? Yeah, I'm You've already done yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bit odd, isn't it? Moonraker. Moonraker. Yeah. Roger Easy. Moore yeah. what? Roger Moore Moonraker. Right. Easy. It was your best Bond, yeah. Roger Moore. Yeah. Best bo- Bond, best film. Yeah. So Simon... What's the scene in Moonraker that, that is the few, is it? Mr Bond, you return like an unwelcome season. <laughs> that, all that. Yeah. He's absolutely... It's it's perfectly pitched. And, and the thing is, he's, I, I, I know it comes after Spy Love Me, but I think I saw it before Spy Love Me, so in my head, they're that way round. Yeah. yeah. So I always think that um, Spy, Spy Love Me him creating a new world from underwater is anticlimactic yeah yeah, mm. yeah. Um, whereas obviously in, in the way the films were ordered Strax is, Strax is, him, is him going one better yeah. by doing it in space I read a uh, I read a piece written by Peter Thiel uh, for um, Cato I think uh, yesterday but it was written in 2009 you know Thiel's this like kind of venture capitalist mm. and he was talking about things he would invest in and uh, he was talking about uh, from the libertarian point of view, space and 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 the oceans, and obviously he didn't mention Musk by name, but obviously he was talking about this was two thousand and nine. Yeah. And the other thing he says is Sea Steady, which is this uh, institute foundation being run by Milton Friedman's grandson, which sounds very interesting. And is this idea that they will establish sort of ocean, Stromberg. you know, Stromberg. Hey, exactly it is. So he is basically you know the the full bond. Yeah. Yeah, it's extraordinary. And Teal has a record of um, spotting winners. Anyway, um, I just wanted to say the best Bond-villain interaction of that kind of our Mr Bond thing is in uh, You Only Live Twice. There's definitely the best use of the title of a movie in dialogue. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. You Only Live Twice, Mr... Don't yeah. you know this is my second life? Yeah, you yeah. Only Live Twice, Mr Bond. Bond. Gives me the chills. Oh, yeah, it's so very good. good. Yeah. So what's the worst Bond film and what's, who's the worst Bond? Well, Dalton, I'm afraid, is the worst. Oh, you know, and I don't... It's so oh, obvious to say God. it, but he is... I mean... You know, on Her Majesty's Secret Service is pretty lame, but it has got a great soundtrack and it's got the style of that era. So, you know, but it's Dalton, just for me. It just can't, I can't even oh, remember the names dear. of those movies. Oh, sorry, John. Sorry. Well, uh, you, you love him, don't you, the Dalton? Yeah, but it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, Why do you love him, though? I mean, it was wooden. It was <coughs> so lame. I think it was because I was a 10-year-old kid and I went to the cinema and I didn't know... 
I don't think I was aware that they'd switched bonds. Yeah, no, that's fine. So I that's sat down and then this young, virile man, because I, well, I went to see View to a Kill at the cinema. Right. And even as an eight-year-old, I was like, oh, bloody hell. Well, they replaced <laughs> Connery with an older man, didn't they? I mean, it was yeah. that was the absurdity of it, but, uh, you know. But himself. But then again, they do that in Iran as well. So. But I, I think, <laughs> but, but, I mean, I think Daniel Craig occupies this, is the sort of uh, Schrodinger's bond, because he's the best, and he's been, arguably, Casino Royale is the best, Film, yeah, certainly the best reboot. Most, you know, they did interesting and and contemporary things with it. Yeah, and he was, and he fit that bill perfectly. Yeah, but he, ha- but he has also made the worst. Yes, because um, I think the, what I think Spectre, the, the, the last one. No, I, I'm all right with Quantum of Solace. Same here, yeah. Um, I, like I think Spectre is awful. Yeah, and has everything wrong with it that's gone wrong with the whole thing. And he's awful in it. Yeah, and clearly hating it and not enjoying it. So he he offers this really weird polarity of being. Mm. That's why I, you know I can't say he's the best Bond because mm. I, mean, mm. I get I get you know they hired a qual- they hired a quality actor who wasn't camping it up to do the job yeah. at the moment they needed someone to do that they got it they got it all right with Casino Royale and then they frittered it and it um, um, how much I the didn't last like third of Skyfall went on for mm. a bit too long as well yeah, didn't it yeah, really yeah. You know, and the whole you know mother love well, thing I took my you know I took my kids to Skyfall and um, <coughs> when I think they were sort of 7 and 11 or something like that or 8 and, eight and 11 and they absolutely loved it mm. and then we went to Spectre, and they're and they're in the cinema. Going, what is this? You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, what? And and that didn't take. It didn't take long for them. I mean, I know they're growing up, but they, the, the spell's gone on, and it's such a yeah. mess that film. It yeah, is, it is. It's such an empty. Anyway, I'm going to get Aristotle ready. would have known. Yeah, yeah. He, he makes a he makes a phone call during a car chase. He does. This is why I like watching The Crown, though, to be honest, because I don't care how true or not true it is. It's, it's set in a time where drama could happen in physical reality. You know, yeah, 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 you yeah, could yeah. drive somewhere to somewhere in London without just sitting in traffic. I mean, it's just <laughs> absurd now. You can't do anything. Everything is ruined. Google has ruined everything, you know. You couldn't so, make seven now. Morgan Freeman going to the library to find out what the seven deadly sins are. It's true. But, so what was, your, what was your worst Bond film, if Dalton was your worst Bond? The one with Miriam Debo. That was the Living first Daylights. time I felt <coughs> disappointed in a cinema by a Bond movie. Yeah, mm. yeah I was like, oh, this is, yeah, turgid. And what's your, what was your worst Bond film? Um, uh, the last one. Spectre. Spectre. Mm. Excellent, okay. Uh, so uh, who would you have as James Bond next? Uh, my daughter desperately wants it to be that tall, thin bloke, the night manager. What's his name? Uh, Hiddleston. Hiddleston, yeah. yeah. Um... Well, I wouldn't mind, and I wouldn't mind seeing. I don't know. I don't think they can beat Craig as a Craig type, so I'd, no. I don't really know. I'm not that up on 25 year old actors. Here's a bit of a wild card. I thought Harry Styles was very good in Dunkirk. That would be an amazing, uh, you know, and he's like about 25 or something, isn't he? That would be quite interesting. But Bond's supposed to be in his mid 30s, though. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He, he needs to be. Well, I mean, in his in Fleming's head, he was he was grizzled and and, mm. and damaged and all the rest of it, wasn't he? But you know, yeah. people are ready for a complete. You know, I don't know. I would. I I could definitely see. Um, I don't know. I can't think of a name, but I can definitely see uh, like a, a kind of more. You know, kind of smooth, younger, handsome, but slightly, you know. 
genuinely kind of up to speed with 21st century sexual politics kind of Bond character mm. now because Craig has done what Craig has done so mm. well that I don't I think you've got to go in a completely different direction now to I say the lad that. who plays Thor whatever his name is Chris Hemsworth yeah yeah he'd be alright wouldn't he yeah because they've got they've got to be beefsteak now as well haven't they they've got to be um, uh, have they well the Piddleston isn't beefsteak that's well, the no, thing but he's, he, he, he sort of in that last King Kong film he sort of he sort of made himself as ripped as he can yeah. be. I think also Night Manager, he was a bit ripped as well. Yeah, so yeah. Probably done it the same Is Hemsworth time. the one who was in Parks and Rec? No. no. What's his name? The guy who's um, become uh, a massive... Oh, yeah, he's become... Yeah, in Guardians, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. It's Pratt. Not him. He's American, right? So is Hemsworth English or...? He's Australian. Okay, They're yeah. not a million miles away. They've done it before. Yeah, they could do that. Yeah. Well, it's never happened to the other. He has that one. charm and he's very... I mean, he's the last Thor film, he's very, very funny in it. Yeah, he is. Um, and he'd be bankable. I mean, it, you, you don't know how many more Thor films he's, or Avengers films they've got. Well, this is it, you know, yeah. Because that that cycle's supposedly coming to an end with the end of, with the next, with the Infinity War film. So. Yeah. Who knows? Brilliant. I'm so, out, out of me depth who, with young actors. It's you terrible. said Hemsworth. Yeah, I said Hemsworth. Yeah. yeah. And, and you said someone vague who's into sexual politics. It certainly went with yeah. the lad from McMafia because um, uh, who was being Jamie Dornan, is it? Who. No, that's the guy from Fifty Shades, oh, right. isn't it? No, I don't, I know, I don't know the one Mafia's. you mean. Yeah, the one who was so in, um, boring. Happy Valley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Would, um, what's his name from uh, Peaky Blinders? People love him, don't they? Killian Is he Murphy. too old? Killian, yeah. Is he too old? He'd be pretty good. He'd be all right, wouldn't he? He's got that's threat, hasn't he? He's got word, threat in his eyes. I quite like Dan Stevens. That'd be good. Mm. Have you seen The Guest? No. He's, he was in Downton Abbey and he was quite puffy. Okay. And then he did a film called The Guest where he got super ripped. Right. And he was really, really menacing. And The one they I, missed was the bloke who was not... was What was the... Before... Gosford Park, what was his name? And he was in Children of Men and all that. Oh, Clive Owen. Clive Owen, yeah. but he sort of disappeared a bit. He's too yeah. old now. But I he think was when he was younger... He, when he was always meant to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. a contender, wasn't he? He was quite boring, though. Mm. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Um, so, next question. Uh, Bond is full of stupid lady names, <laughs> like Money, Penny, Small Bone and Goodhead. <laughs> give me your best Bond lady name now. Oh, God. Didn't I? Didn't you give me a, a heads up on this? And I, I gave you a heads my up list on it. it. And what was what was my answer? I thought I had quite I a good remember. one. I can't remember what it was. Sorry, that's terrible. Full sausage breakfast. <laughs> From the I'm just saying what wall. I see. Yeah, <laughs> poster on the wall. <laughs> I think nowadays it would be more like sort of Molly Cockblocker or something, wouldn't it? Just a Molly kind of, Cockblocker. Yeah, That's just really a good. bit like yeah. a... Yeah. I'd have that. Yeah. Well, not literally. Yeah. Have you thought of another one? Because no. you had one of the best. Pop it in me. Pop it in me, yeah. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, it's a Pop, good one. Poppy tin me, it would be spelt, would it? Oh, that's even better. <laughs> it is. Had the idea that she, she was, you know, um, Anglo-Asian, so she'd pop it in me, one yes. word, I-N-N-E. That would be really good in Diamonds of Forever, I think. Yeah, that's exactly. Slide it up. Yeah. Slide it up. <laughs> Sly's a man's name, though. Yes, it? of course. Yeah. Well, it doesn't have to be. It could be, there, um, there could be a, a gay gom, a, a Bond boy. I mean, that's the, you know, that's an interesting. Well, he alluded to that in Skyfall, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes you think this is my first time. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, Bond's. Give me your best Bond film title that you've just made up. Um. I'm going with Cockblocker as well. Cockblocker? Yeah, I could, now I thought Cockblocker is in my head. I can't think of anything else. Because again, you came up with one of the best ones before. Which what was, was that? Death is, death is All Enough. <laughs> yeah, it's quite which good. Which someone, uh, a listener, which I should I should credit him actually. Cause Dead done, Again. Who, what was Dead Again? That, that was, was a, a Kenneth Branagh film. That's right. Yeah. Uh, a listener, James Marshall, did a very good job recently of making all the pretend Bond names into posters. And I'll just show you, he made a Death is All Enough one based on Oh, beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Nice. 
Uh, so thanks, James. He's, he's done a lot. Every time we do one now, he makes a poster. Okay, brilliant. Okay, so next question. How about, I'm just pleased to see you? I'm just pleased to see you. Yeah, like yeah. the old gun in the pocket joke. You um, know, that's it. I'm just pleased to see you. you see, he's pretending he hasn't got a gun. Yeah. He's quite clever. Works even better if he's naked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so a hypothetical fist fight takes place between Simon Templer the Saint and James Bond 007. Who wins? Simon Templer the Saint played by Roger Moore or by any, Ian Ogilvy? Any alteration. Well, certainly alteration. not by Ian Ogilvy. He was, I never fancied him at all. He has the best music though. I would, yeah. And good car, but not that, yeah. What about Val Kilmer? Yeah, it was Simon Ogilvy. It was Ian Ogilvy. Ian Ogilvy, yeah. It was like your uncle playing him or something. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit of a weird choice. It'll be all right. Yeah. I thought Roger Moore was never, you know, sorry, Roger Moore versus... Uh, James Bond 007 again any iteration oh, well, I mean you know C- Craig would would uh, destroy would probably him. literally kill him yeah with a, with a single punch yeah I mean that was the lovely thing about Roger Moore is you knew he couldn't fucking handle himself mm. <laughs> he was a knitwear model wasn't he but he, he, he could defeat you with the power of the, the eyebrow that's right you know that just was just like a yeah. Hess uh, and finally mm. you're stranded on a desert island with Sean Connery George Lazenby Roger Moore Timothy Dalton Pierce Brosnan and Daniel Craig who do you elect as leader to devise your rescue attempt? And if it fails, who do you eat first? Well, it's, would you say who I do, who I don't elect them single-handedly? I mean, the, the, the you know natural law would 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 uh, a leader would rise to the top. Is well, that it's you based mean? on your interpretation, right? I mean, I don't think anyone would if, 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 within that company. I think my vote would probably count for the least, wouldn't it? What if you yeah. what if you were the pilot? Yeah, okay. And you were in charge. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I'd, I'd let Roger Moore be in charge. Yeah, yeah. He has a proper, probably organisational abilities. Work mm. with UNESCO would be useful in that respect. Uh, was it UNESCO or UNICEF? I never remember. Which Didn't UNESCO used to make sure he'd eat. Oh, no, Nabisco. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They made baby milk, and uh, but they, they sponsored the Edinburgh. But um, the uh, yeah, I would I would have either Roger Moore or. Um, I mean, Dalton always struck me as a perfectly decent administrator, and that was the problem, really, you know, quite an even-handed man. Desk jockey. Yeah, yeah. How dare you. But who would you eat? You'd probably eat Connery, wouldn't you, in his prime? Scotch beef, mm. yeah. Mm. Yeah. He's the biggest as well, there'd be the more that most to go round. Yeah. He's the tallest, isn't he? Yeah, he's the tallest. Yeah. Craig is, uh, he looks meaty, but he's quite small, isn't he? Probably you could be, use you Connery's know. pelt as well. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yes, Bagsy the chest. Uh, cold winter night. Well, gentlemen, thank you for joining me on this intrepid adventure to save Rudolf Hess. <laughs> it's been a pleasure to do the podcast with you. Thank you both for coming. It's been a pleasure. pleasure. Thank you for inviting me in. Thank you both. Goodbye. Goodbye! <laughs>